0: This show is for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Emperor! To Emperor and Highlander in the Emperor's Court on World of Warcraft Radio. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me.
1: boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com. I am the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard, coming to you live from the shores of Lake Erie here in frigid Cleveland, Ohio. As always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Highlander. Always a pleasure. Emp, I have to ask, is there an extra spring in your step
2: today when you woke up this morning? There's a little bit. A little bit. bit? It's been a better week than most. It was a pretty good day yesterday. Yesterday gave me the extra spring in my step as I tuned into the NFL Network and watched the... 6-6 6-6 six and six Pittsburgh Steelers lose to our Cleveland Browns of all teams. Our team sucks so hard.
1: 32nd ranked in all the NFL in every category. Every category. In frigid Cleveland Browns Stadium as 60-mile-an-hour winds came blowing in off Lake Erie. Sub-zero temperatures. Well, if they're going to win one of them, it might as well be against That'll Pittsburgh. That'll be the one to now numerically eliminate them from the playoffs. Yes, so not only did we beat our <laughs> okay. rival... We knocked them out of the playoffs. And they are the defending world champions. So <laughs> all the better. Poor Ben uh, Hans- spring stuff. He's still spitting gravel and turf out of his mouth after those eight sacks. It's a bright day here at the Empress Court, even while it's dark outside with freezing temperatures and 40 mile hour winds. It's terrible in Cleveland, but again, like Highlander said, it's a little better today. A little better today. Anyways, we have a lot going on this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, As we said last week, we were going to give a breakdown of the Video Game Awards coming up on Spike TV. Yes. Since we know they they won't give a decent rundown of anything, and we're only going to go off of... We're going to go off... We picked seven. We picked uh, seven categories, because seven they've got so many. Yes,
2: if, if you go on their website, they've got at least 30 categories. Some of
1: them are either irrelevant or redundant or both. Yeah, and so, it, it would take up the whole show, because right. we're going to obviously talk about which ones we think are good or bad. Now, there was a bit of confusion. Um, the poll we posted on the website at WCRadio.com yes. in the Ambers Court Forums, the poll we posted was not one of our own. It was the... Uh, it was it was Spike TV's
2: nominees for, for game, game of the, of the year. year, right?
1: The the confusion
2: was they thought though those were our Ours, choices,
1: which we are going to get up following the show. Officially, our poll will go up for the Emperor's Court Choice of Video Game Award, a uh, video game of the year. Yes. Whoever we and the listeners uh, select, we'll actually, we are going to send them a plaque in the mail. Registered mail, so we know they get it. We'll take a picture of the plaque. I'll have have you bought the take plaque it. yet? I have not, because we haven't decided who won. That's, so, true. That's true. Once we have it, we'll have it engraved, we'll put it in the mail, and we'll send it off to whatever lucky company is graced with the uh, Game of the Year award from the Empress Court. Lucky, Anyways. lucky in uh, parentheses or quotation, quotation marks. Quotation <laughs> Lucky. thousand of us. Unbelievable. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get in on the conversation today, you may do so. We are at irc.mmoirc.com in channel WOW Radio. Or you can fire us off an email at emperor at wcradio.com. Now, a little bit of a switch tonight. As we said last week, since you got to hijack my music for a night, yeah. I said I was going to hijack the quickening. Indeed, and since you're hijacking my quickening, I have decided that I will hijack your meltdown. I hope you're keeping track at home, ladies and gentlemen, because even I'm confused. But yes, I will be doing the quickening tonight, answering your godforsaken
2: questions. And I will be going off on some stupid ass topic at the end of the show tonight. So
1: there you have it. So <laughs> a lot to get to. Um, starting off, actually, Dallin showed this to me right before we went on the air, and I've been reading about it. It's apparently Team Fortress 2 is doing some kind of publicity war between, um, well, it's soldiers versus demo man. Now. It, I did not know about this. I have not heard about this. But apparently, it's uh, like I said, it's a publicity thing where they're they're saying that there's a war between the two, and you can play as either one and then rack up kills. Currently, wow, enough people have been playing uh, to reach a whopping 2.7 million kills, essentially. 1.3 million soldiers killed, 1.4 million demos killed. So obviously, people playing soldier, or at least people who are playing soldier, happen to be a lot better at it than the demo men. Well, I think more people play Soldier than Demo. I think, at least that's what I've always seen. I've I've I hate Demo. I, it's rare that I play. Soldier, soldier is the one I play the most. Yeah, me too. Soldier, Sniper, yeah. and uh, Sniper's fun. Yeah, that's oh, and Pyro. Those are the three I play. Pyro's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't bother playing support because I don't I don't like people, and I you should be supporting <laughs> me. And I don't play anything that's slow. I like speed. I mean, okay. I, yeah, I, you usually, know, I'll run it for the you, scout. Yeah.
2: yeah I'll... I'd say Scout and Soldier are the ones I play the most of.
1: So this intrigues me just because it's, obviously, it's something interesting. And, you know, I'll give Valve credit. Of all the game companies I'm aware of and actually pay attention to, they probably do more than anybody. I mean, they're constantly adding stuff to the game, even after it's been out for a couple years. You Mm -hmm. don't have to pay for it. It's a free, you know, it comes free at the game. New weapons, new achievements, you know, the party favor mod, this. Yeah. All the meet-the-class videos they do. I, I remember those, yeah. Meet, yeah. The Spy. Meet, meet the Spy is my favorite. I love that one. Oh, that is, that's, that's probably the most elaborate one they've done. Yes. But my point is, they, they do all this. Valve really gets into it, and to me, it, it makes the game uh, that much more uh, entertaining. And it's not just the, the fun of it, or it's not just the gameplay, because that, that stands on its own. I'm just saying, all the extra meat and potatoes they give you, all the side dishes. Sure, you, yeah, absolutely. Better than most. So that's out of the way. These VGAs, have a feeling, are going to take up most of the evening. And like uh, Highlander said, we've chosen to do seven of the categories. We'll start at the bottom and work our way up. So All we'll right. So get from the small ones to the big ones. Are Let's... there any other major topics before we jump into this? Because this will dominate the majority of the show.
2: Um, do you want me to bring up the one that I brought, or do you want to do that afterward? Or do you not want to do it?
1: At right now, anything. We can do whatever the hell we want. All right. Because well, our then... normal schedule is kind of thrown into the gutter because we've got so much going on. Well, then
2: I have brought a topic that we can discuss... Write this back. In fact, right, I,
1: I found this topic two hours before
2: we went on the air. Okay. So this is pretty recent. I picked this up from CNET. Okay. Brazil, there's a Brazilian senator. I guess they have a Senate. There's a Brazilian well, I... senator who has... Uh, <laughs> I think that's a given, but go who ahead. Who has uh, proposed a bill to ban offensive video games all over the country. I'll read it for you. Uh, Brazilian Senator Valdir Raup has authored a bill that would make it a crime to make, import, or distribute offensive video games. The goal of the bill is to, quote, curb the manufacture, distribution, importation, trading, custody, and storage of the video games that affect any customs, traditions, people's worship, creed, religions, and symbols. What? Yes. So basically anything that 's deemed offensive by the Brazilian government in a video game, that video game will be banned in Brazil uh, hang on this
1: coming from the country of carnival exactly this coming from the country that you go put on public television and see pseudo pornography at any time of day absolutely why i, I is Brazil inundated with i mean do they have violent crimes I I know some places in Brazil have crime problems. Right. But that's a cultural issue going back to the last two hundred years. Yeah. Oh uh, does it say what the reasoning behind it is? I mean, Not really. if,
2: if if you keep going through the article, it then compares what they're trying to do to what we do instead of banning offensive video games, they're talking about the ESRB. About the rating systems that we get.
1: Right. So we give a warning for for yes. kids who are underage and buying stuff like that. Yes. All right.
2: Um, Now, actually, there was a report that just came out about the ESRB uh, that said that uh, the U.S. video game industry outpaces other entertainment sectors in restricting target marketing. Right. Um, So, actually,
1: we keep pushing the envelope fast so they can stop saying, no, you can't Yeah, the
2: the report states that these measures have helped to stop 80% of mature-rated game sales to minors. In contrast, the same report says that more than 50% of teenagers were able to purchase
1: R-rated and underrated DVDs. This goes back to the discussion we had two weeks ago when we were saying we don't want somebody telling yes, us that's what why we can I or cannot play. Exactly, yes. Uh, to me, this sounds awfully subjective as to what somebody can say is offensive or can ban. It is. I mean, really, I, I, I actually, when I
2: read this article, and like I said, I only saw it about two hours ago, I was going through my head trying to think of games that have nothing offensive in them whatsoever like nothing that somebody cannot legitimately make an argument make a say this violence this is, pisses violent, me off. This is right. the only one i could think
1: of was mist it's the only one i could or think of or a puzzle game of some kind or
2: games like that like mist right. or riven or any like that kind of series that's it i can't think of really any other games that doesn't have something in them that be like you know well that's too violent this
1: targets this group right. you're killing that person i mean i think most games are like that well, I tell you what else is going to happen. This is a side, a side problem. If they're going to make, if they're going to ban games like that, if mm-hmm. they're going to give that much hassle to the game companies who are producing them to say you can't do A, B, and C, the company's going to say, "Look, fine, we're just not going to make a game for you anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to bother trying to distribute them. They're going to kill off the video game industry in Brazil. And you know what? They that may be fine with them. They may not care." They may, you know, be like Australia, who in Germany who have banned games before. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto comes to mind. Anything violent like that, and they may say no, no, no. But those are more specialized. They're more specific as to which games they don't. Yes, this 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 sounds all encompassing.
2: This bill is all encompassing. Yes, it's looking to wipe out any game that's considered offensive.
1: Now, see, I would be very interested. I don't know if we have any South American listeners. I don't know if we have anybody in Brazil who listens to the show. I would dearly love to know how they feel on this. Uh, here's another one from the Escapist on the same topic. Uh, a bill has been set in the front of Brazilian legislators that would make the importing, distribution, or production of quote unquote offensive games illegal and punishable by a prison sentence.
2: Now that's interesting. Jesus it, it didn't Christ. say what the punishment was gonna be in this article, but that article says it's gonna be out.
1: Okay, now see this okay, this is a little better. Brazil has panning games before. Counter strike, Everquest, and bully Bo- Everquest. Everquest? Everquest? Bully I can get. Counter Strike, yeah. alright. Everquest?
2: Now that now, if if we want to, I don't know if we really want to, but maybe maybe on the forums, um, there's a link here, with to his full bill. Now I don't know if it's in English or if it's in Portuguese.
1: It better not. If it's in Portuguese, I, uh, um, even if it's in
2: English, it should probably be nothing but. but no, it's it's okay. It's, oh, it's, it's translating. Google is translating it, so it's going to be in English. <sighs> yes. Portuguese English. So, well, I don't we're not going to be able to read all this? All right, but maybe yeah, it's all in po- political yeah, speak anyway. So, okay, the bottom yeah. line
1: is. Anything we don't like, we're just going to get rid of. That's what it comes down to. Now, this is look at this.
2: Blah, blah, blah. Tradition of the people, worship creeds, with particular attention given to how games treat Christianity. About Christianity, it is seen in some games, someone beats angels while listening to a Catholic choir. It's a common supergroup flapping by hell before the final battle, or even beating Jesus and his 12 apostles, although they have funny names. So that sounds like a Google translation, but...
1: Yeah, okay. I I will say that of all the religions in the world, the one that probably gets dumped on the most, whether it be film or anime or music or games, is Christianity. I understand that Brazil is a very Catholic nation. It is A vast, vast majority. Okay, I understand that 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 maybe they don't want to they don't want games with a with a negative Christian view. That's specific. That's fine if that's what you want to do and say. Sure. Look, we don't. And there's not. I mean, there how are how many some games? Out
2: there. I mean, I'm sure there are some, but how, how many games have a Decidedly anti-Christian. Okay,
1: viewpoint. how about Final Fantasy Tactics? But is that Christian? It's Catholic. It's the Catholic Church. It's the Catholic. The, church. the bad guys are Catholic. I haven't and the, seen it in so long. The twelve zodiac symbols or the twelve apostles of of the angel Saint whatever Ajora. It's all built from the church, and they lie and they they. Mm, okay,
2: now would you count uh, Xenosaga in that? Because they yes. kind of. But I, is it offensive? Though? I don't think that's offensive. Well, again, this was it's, it's, it's just a, sort of dropped in there. Well, right?
1: this is the subjective part where it comes into right and being in america that's one thing we've come to we've had to deal with is that any one asshole can ruin it for everybody else case in point and we were discussing this at work the other day there is a school uh in california that has a christmas tree in the front of the school when you walk in Uh one parent one parent had a complaint saying that they were jewish they're not christian they don't like the christmas tree being in the school they took down all the christmas decorations the christmas tree everything because one parent had a problem with it, out of a school uh, of twelve hundred, I'm trying to think if
2: if if the the tree is an actual Christian symbol. It is or not.
1: not. It was invented. No, it was a I'm, Norse. It's a, okay. I was trying to think. The a Christmas tree is actually it a, a pagan. It's Norse. That's what I was trying to. And think it of. did not become popular until a Colonial England, or if it was a Victorian England, uh, in the early 1700s. Uh-huh. It didn't catch on in the states until the 1850s. Interesting. Bottom line, it, it's. It's very secular, if anything right, else. okay, right. That's not my point. My point is, in this day and age, especially in this country, you only need one person to say, I find that offensive. Make a big enough voice. People are, are terrified these days. You don't dare say the wrong thing or think the wrong thing. Even if you, something slips, you're ruined. So, you know, I can understand uh, to a degree in Brazil that maybe they want to keep some stuff out of uh, you know, the anti-Christian bent. Fine, you don't want that in your games. I get it. That's specific. But... Like you said, when you have something that isn't specifically Christian, but maybe symbolic, well, then it comes down to how many people are actually going to be offended by it. Who's going to go look in these games, go looking for that offensive material, right. digging in it, and say, uh, here it is. Remember some years ago, was it last year, there was a game that came out, and for the life of me, I cannot remember what it was, and there's a sex scene in it for like 30 seconds. Oh, I know what you're talking it's about. It's suggestive.
2: You're talking, you're talking about... Um... Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. No, no, was that? Because, no, this is a space game. It's aliens. Oh, okay, it was well, two there, aliens. there's a there's a scene in that called Hot Coffee. In okay. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and believe it or not, it was actually taken out of the game. But if you hack the game, you can insert it back in. And okay. you, you basically have sex with your wife, is what it is.
1: This one is you're you're your, uh, some kind of like I don't know what the hell you are. It, uh, Mer- Mass Effect, I think that was it. Tricks. Okay was you have a choice between two alien chicks, uh-huh. and whichever one you want is actually, it's suggested that you have, it's like a shadow scene, and you like have sex with them or what have you. Okay. that's Yeah, Mass Effect, thank you. So IRC is helping out. And it, it went through, the, it, people blew the roof off. It was on every talk show, it was on the, the talking heads on CNN, and PMSNBC were going on how this is going to be terrible and ruin the world, and this, that, and the other. And they had not played the game prior to that to get the context of it or played the game after that to get the context. They just took that one scene, mm-hmm. and that ruined everything, and games were going completely out of the, out of control.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: My point is, even if you have something that's, that's line item, you have to have somebody that's going to be pissed off enough to make a stink about it, in which case you ruin it for everybody else. That's what makes this a little worrisome for me as a bill, if you're a Brazilian gamer. And they've already banned the games, like Dave was showing us here, you know, Postal, Grand Theft Auto, Carmageddon, etc. Right.
2: Where do you draw the line? I don't. Well, to me, I would not have a line. I know that's not the the popular thing, maybe to say, but I I I don't think that there should be anyone, especially in a government, deciding for me what game I should or should not play. I mean, we could. We'll we'll probably end up. I don't know if we want to rehash the whole thing all over again. We don't because. I mean, but I mean, to me, either either everything should be allowed or nothing should be allowed. I mean, there, if if you're going to start arbitrarily setting up a line, then that line can easily be moved one way or the other, as to what's you know what what might be offensive on Tuesday won't be offensive on Wednesday.
1: I mean, I think there is a definite line you should draw extremes. Like outright pornography should not be in a game that's publicly sold. No, you know, but I think like that, that yeah.
2: But I now I like what we do with the uh, with the rating system. Okay, right. Yes, yes. Now, that, I'm in, I'm, I have no problem well, like with like a rated that. R movie. Is yeah, like a rated movie. Right, yes. A business can regulate, okay, and you can't come in because you're not old enough. That's fine. But don't make a law saying that you, you know that you can't have R-rated movies in the country. Right. I you know, I want to decide for myself whether or not I want to go see an R-rated movie or if I want to play a, an an adults only game or anything like
1: and that. And that's fine as long as it's being enforced to the point where kids it, it, it least a difficult. I mean, you can't no, block somebody. I mean, it, you can't stop everything. Right. It's not going to. There's fifteen and sixteen year olds who go out and buy beer when they're not supposed to drink till they're twenty one. Yes. You know, people still sneak into R rated movies even though they're not supposed to see it. It's the same with games. At least there should be something. At least making the attempt to limit games of a mature content from an immature audience. Yes, that, that's I what have I asked no for problem with that. Right. But I would be very interested to find out. And I, like I said, I don't know if we have any South American listeners. If you are out there, if you are from South America, or specifically Brazil, fire me off an email. It's emperor at com. I'd love to get your opinion on this. And you know, I'd like to find out what it is on the, like on the ground, what people there think. Right. Because people in the United States, I mean, these senators and congressmen think of some stupid, whack-shit bill, and it makes them the news and you never hear about it again because it, it gets killed in committee or it never makes it to the floor because it's so stupid.
2: Well, according to the original article that I had, apparently... This senator got the idea from Venezuela, who was already
1: basically that's done That's Venezuela. They're batshit crazy to right, begin with. Right, but that's, that's where this Them guy no got the idea.
2: So Venezuela has already done this. They've already banned offensive video games. And this Brazilian senator heard about it, like the idea, introduced the bill in the Brazilian Senate.
1: And now we got to see where it goes. Now yeah. it, this just introduction. They actually haven't gotten to voting or anything. No,
2: I mean it's 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 like any governmental body. They're going to have to debate it and talk about it, and it'll probably take six months even if it passes. So I don't, i you know it it's a new it's it's only been a couple days old, so it's going to probably be a while, because obviously obviously they'll shut down for Christmas. Oh, that's. And they won't start again until after the New Year, so you know it'll be a while.
1: Before we hear anything on whether or not it passes, but you know what, I we're going to keep an eye on that only because if it's already spread from one country to another, and Brazil's pretty big, It's really big. Um, next Venezuela, probably the most influential on in the entire continent of South America, that could spread. And if it gets, it picks up enough interest. Again, like I said, the dumbass senators and congressmen in this country are always picking up ideas they see elsewhere. So if they see it being spread and passed. Well, it's, some senators have already tried. Remember how I, I you know. talked about Joe Lieberman's Lieberman? Lieberman's tried, yeah.
2: Yes, that's that's one of his cause celebs, is that he right. does not like violent video games.
1: But keep in mind who's in control of this country right now. It's not us, so they could very easily pass that, and I could see that being something they would do. At any rate, what else we got on the, on the. Did you have another one you wanted to get to? No, you? that was the only one. That was the only one I brought. That's it.
2: In okay. order to see great consequences about stupid decisions about not offending people, click
1: that link. Uh, Talia is sending me some kind of link here about executive meddling. I, I'm not sure what it is. This is what the hell is this? I
2: don't know. Blah blah blah. I don't want to. Oh, read this one—the
1: Simpsons. Sure. Uh, That's I, just I that a episode. quote. All right. Well, I'll have to read this later, Talia. Yeah. But, uh, thanks for the uh, the link. I will bookmark it here and read it later. No, I. <sighs> So do you want to just go to the... Uh, we probably will. I was going to carry awards. it to the bottom of the half hour because I think from that point on, it's pretty much going to dominate everything we do. But the main topics of this evening, ladies and gentlemen, are we're going to be going over the seven of the categories for the Spike TV Video Game Music, music Awards. <laughs> Why not? Every other award's a music award. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. The Spike TV Video, video Game, game awards, awards. Is it this Saturday? It's
2: tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. okay. Tomorrow yeah. night, I think 8 p.m. on Spike TV. 8 p.m. I'm sure Eastern. It'll, yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern. And like anything, I'm sure they'll replay it 110 billion times. So, if you don't DVR it tomorrow, just keep tuning in. You'll you'll see it sooner or later.
1: I will not watch it. I will just get the uh, finished results on the website. So, anyways, the categories we're going to be going over tonight are best voice acting. Okay, best handheld game, makes sense. Best PS3 game, best Xbox 360 game with a surprising result. Uh, best Wii game, best PC game, and game of the year. Yes. So those are the seven categories we'll be going over in depth. Indeed. Uh, and we're going to we're going to give read them off. We'll debate them, and then we'll give our own personal picks. You know, we should keep right down in here exactly what our picks are, and then compare them with what Spike TV. I think that's comes a good idea. Yeah. So, and we'll give our our predictions as to what's going to win. I feel like and ESPN the reasons, now. Well, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Except we only have the cool graphic at the bottom, or overpaid <laughs> talking heads. I wish we were paid. Uh, so, having said that, we are at the half, bottom of the half hour. I don't want to take a break right as we're getting getting going. So, let's take the break early. Okay. And then we can hit the ground running afterwards. Sounds good. So, we'll be back in about five minutes, folks. I know we're taking an early break, but I'll get this out of the way. Then we'll jump into the meat of this thing. We still have the quickening to come. We still have the Highlander meltdown to come. And we have the, uh, stupid, gaming the stupid gaming moments. stupid gaming moments of, well, this week. So, all <laughs> right, folks. We'll be back in about uh, six, seven minutes.
0: Morning. This show is for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Parental discretion is advised.
1: Hi, this is Baron von Gosu, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court on World of Warcraft Radio. <laughs> All
3: right. <laughs> you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com. I am the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard, coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, joined in studio by Highlander, as always. Always a pleasure. And uh, if you want to get in the conversation, you can do so. We are at IRC.MMOIRC.com in Channel Wow Radio, or you can join us uh, or send me an email at uh, Emperor at com. Now, before we get going, yes. and I wasn't going to actually bring this up because I didn't care enough to actually mention anything, but I'm going to now because people in IRC are talking about it. And Joker Phantom wants to know, and I've seen some of these, ar- Army of RP. Anyways, they want to know if we're going to address something that was said apparently on the essence of role-playing, which is a show that airs here uh, on the network. Uh, apparently, the other two hosts of this role-playing show have some kind of problem with us, and I, d- I don't know what it is. I-, I have had very little dealings with Texan really? or Almighty Fire. Because I know exactly what it is. I can sum it up in one word. I'm glad you can't because I've had very few dealings with them. Okay. I've had, I mean, next to nothing. I, I We had the interview between us and Pride's, uh, but wait, there's lore. Uh-huh. That was fun. Sure. you know, It was interesting. Natural 20 tried it. He Failed. challenged us some games. He got it, his ass kicked in the first one. He didn't show up. Screwed us in the second and third matches. Screwed this show. We don't have anything to do with him at all anymore. Exactly. Uh, and th- that's not storyline. That's not a joke. I mean, that's, that's legitimately professional. I, I don't want anything to do with him. And now there's this. It's like we're going through all the shows in the network, and I, I don't get it. But I, what's your theory? Jealousy. You it, think it's jealousy? It, 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 it's
2: got to be jealousy. All, all, we're, we're the best show on World of Warcraft Radio. Okay. We are the alpha males, the top dogs. Therefore, we are the ones with the targets on our backs. Everyone else wants to be us. Therefore, they are the ones trying to knock us off the mountain.
1: I can understand We that. are
2: the king of the mountain. They're trying to knock us because
1: off. Because us and Pride, we, had, we worked on that because Pride's a member of our clan. We're, all, we're good friends. We do all that. Natural 20 was obviously looking for ratings for his own show. I trying to bleed off our audience. Of course. And unfortunately embarrassed himself in the process. And now, this. Uh. And I, it's, you know, jump off my ass. I'm, I just, I'm tired of people trying to, to you know, ride the Empress Court gravy train here to, to getting cross-promotional. These people, I, maybe it is jealousy. It's got to be jealousy. Maybe that's what it is. It's got to be jealousy. I
2: mean, but It can't be people legitimately defending role-playing in a video game.
1: want that's the reason. I,
2: I don't want to go out. This was actually another thing. This was something I was considering doing for my rant. But I'm not going to do that, so I'm going to choose another, another option. I had three different options for my rant, and I didn't do the Brazil thing. I'm not doing this, so it's going to be option number three. Role-playing in a video game? is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You know what? I'm glad you bring that up. You know why? Because you're playing a video game. Right. You're already pretending. Right. You're already pretending that you're something else. You're not really an elf or an orc. S- somebody actually sent me a question so you're this. So, so the what you're warning. doing is you're pretending to pretend. Right. Which is ridiculously, that's what five-year-olds do. Now, if you're five years old, fine. Go ahead and you can do that all you want. Just realize you're gay, all right? So if you're gay, you can go ahead and wear your bedazzled jeans jacket and say, forsooth, vow this, and all that bunch of bullshit. If that's what you want to do, fine. But just understand, don't, don't think that we're not going to make fun of you for doing that bullshit, okay? Don't, don't think that you're immune when you do stupid stuff, now get called out on it.
1: Now, see, somebody named SkyPirate actually sent me in a question for The Quickening, where he says, why do you hate role-playing? And I've, my, I've given my reasons before, yes, from weeks ago. But I'm, I mean, this is like a couple months ago, and all of a sudden this just pops up. I mean, where we already have the Caxman, I think, for the whole gnome-tard fiasco we now have to deal with and write stuff for. But it just it came out of nowhere. And apparently, and Dablin sent me the clip, I was not aware of this, but apparently they went on for like seven or eight minutes, uh, ripping me up the shreds. And then they start saying, oh, but... You know, and, and and you declared war on this group, and and you made yes. front of, and un- then if
2: if you listen to it, then they backpedal. Say, I think you're a great guy. I mean, I love the show. I listen to right. it. So they're trying to like they they they're trying to attack you, but they're trying to cover their ass.
1: Oh, uh, uh, here's, here's why. Here's <laughs> why. The war with Pride went so well, and it was a storyline thing that we had to quit because people thought I was picking on Pride too much. They were afraid he was going to quit. <laughs> Omicron got fired from that show, and you wonder why. Then we had Natural 20 and his stuff. We knocked him up. He went off the air for a month after he screwed us and said, oh, no, 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 we're going to forfeit. We're not going to play the game. I don't have anything to do with it. He didn't even talk. None of these guys even talked to me. They talked to other people to me. They don't have the balls. Then he goes away, and this is serious. This is honest to God bullshit stuff. Then he goes away for a month and a half with his stupid show, and he comes back, still hasn't said two words to me. Now there's this, and they go on for eight Friggin' minutes saying, oh, we're going to get this show to join us. We're going to get uh, Octale and Hordak to join us.
2: Uh, speaking of Octale and Hordak, you remember when I was talking in the quickening last time? Yes. We call them Bass 8 and she Well, let me, right. okay, play the, play the clip. Yeah, that's
1: a new intro for Octale that, and That Hordak, is a new, huh? so every time
2: go. we mention Octale and Hordak, we're going to call them Bass 8 and she So every time we mention them, we're going to play that clip.
1: Okay, uh, that makes sense. That, that works, and, and every time I mention a. Uh, uh, Farseer, and friggin' Kexman, I'm gonna... Uh, damn it, I had it here, I'm gonna play it, it, the there. hell did it go? Unbelievable. But I'm gonna have something to play with, well, as soon as I find on yes. my board, I had it, now it's gone, and shit, now I can't find it, and... Oh, there's... Yes, because your entire show is a failure. Uh, listen. I will explain... You know, I'm going to wait to the quickening, because the question you asked was... Yeah, yeah. I'm you you right. yeah, you don't want to give away that. yeah, I don't want to give that away. I, I guess when I sit here, and like I said, I wasn't going to bring it up, because it, to me it wasn't no. a, a big enough deal. I, I don't really care that some of the other shows... I, I, look, I know there are staff here that don't like me. There are staff that haven't liked me since the last time I was here. There are staff that didn't like me when I was doing my show for a different network. I, I don't give a damn. You have to understand, folks, I do this for f- my fun. We do it for... Highlanders
2: fun. This is yeah, this is fun. This is this is what we do for enjoyment. We don't take this seriously. We don't really I mean sure we sure we want to do a good job. Right. But at the end of the day, we just after we're done with the show, we just walk away. We're like, hey, we had a good time. The so bottom line is something.
1: I I'm not gonna waste well. You're hang not gonna on. I, I just I I don't want to waste my time thinking about this or dealing with more of this, this show nonsense. If we're going to have people coming into IRC with Army of RP in their name, like somehow you've been, you've been drafted into <laughs> You've been conscripted into the Army of Role Players. The what internet is, has been drafted. So let me guess, you're role-playing a troll in IRC right now trying to disrupt our show. Wow! Glad to see you, wow. see you on the Friday yeah, night. Totally it didn't work at all. Because you
2: know what? Typing doesn't work on a radio show. Especially when we're not reading it. Especially when we're not reading it, and we're not going to read it. We've now made you completely irrelevant. Yes. not reading what you're saying. You can type all you want, but no one's going to hear it when they download the podcast or if they're listening to it.
1: So guess who fails? You. So, look, we're too big to get rid of. That's what it really comes down to. I don't really give a damn if no one else likes me. I don't care if the Vampire the Masquerade Boys don't like me. Oh, but you're making fun of role-playing, huh? Uh, so what? I, I I will address that later when we get to the quickening because it's a specific question. Yeah. But I wanted to get that out there because people are gonna keep asking this. The army of role playing guys, there's a bunch of the cult of the emperor, the cult of the high under already in here. I I you know I, I just don't want to have to go through this nonsense again where nothing you know the right. people from uh, and Florida... You know, that's nothing to uh, that random talk. We're gonna get alliances, we're gonna get <laughs> Just, Just plain better. We're going go to get what, what are they, the what,
3: what
2: the hell is that? <laughs> we're going to form things. We're going to get together, and I'm going to pilot the Black Lion. What? Who the hell talks like that? <laughs> like we're going to get everyone together, and we're going to come together as <laughs> Devastator. We're going to
1: take on Voltron, and Lord Zedd's going to what? A, what am I? But of what of they Voltron. said is true. If you think about it, hmm. it requires the entire station yes to come after it's, us it's literally
2: us it, it takes everyone else to equal how incredibly great we are they and
1: don't that's... have the creativity they don't have the entertainment they don't have the, the comedic timing to deal with uh, uh, okay uh, enough we've given them more time yes. I'm not even going to mention their show I'm not even going to mention when it airs people can go look it up if they really want to I, I don't. I don't care all right, let's get to something that actually matters. Exactly. Uh, the video game, the video game awards. I won't say it again. Damn it! Don't. Yeah, can't say music. Can't say music. Oddly enough, that's, uh, oh, that's not in here. No, I, I didn't. I didn't do sound. But noise. I do want to bring that up. like we were discussing off the air before we went on. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, uh, the video game awards on Spike TV are coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Yeah. There are seven categories. There's uh, like twenty categories in the actual show. Yeah. We are going to address the seven that we think are most important. Yes. Otherwise, we'll be here till 10 o'clock, and why that... You could have a whole show based around right. that. Yeah, well, which is pretty much what we're doing. <laughs> Anyways. Excuse me while I adjust my mic. Okay, right. well, let's start at the bottom. All right, the category for voice, best voice acting. Voice acting. You know, I put that in there, obviously, because I,
2: I enjoy... I think that voice acting has come a long way. Right. Since when it started. Like, I can remember listening to... um you ever play Castlevania yes. of the other night? Yes, the Voice acting. For is the brightest. PlayStation. Or the original yes. Resident Evil. Yes. <laughs> The uh, master of unlocking should have a key or exactly, something. Exactly, like yes. exactly. So they've come a long way. But one of the reasons I put that in there, um not that the people that are nominated in this category aren't talented. They certainly are. They're incredibly talented. My problem is that there's two other categories that we didn't include in our list but are included in the VGAs, and that's Best performance by a male and best performance by a
1: female. And they actually break it up in the two and then they have best of both. And
2: then, yeah, I guess, but my question is why, why do you need three categories for voice acting? Right. If they already have the best voice, which is split up between guys and girls, and then you have best performance male, best performance female, if, if you have the best performance, then you have the best voice.
1: Yes. It's, it, it's redundant. So I, well, I, that's what I said before we went on the air. I said, well, we're going to ignore these categories because right. some of them are irrelevant, some of them are redundant, and some are both. Yes. Now, and this when is I, it. When I looked up what, those, what the nominees were for right. best performance
2: male and best performance female, right. it's all like ultra A list famous people that were in video games, which leads me to believe that the only reason that those two other categories are in there is to legitimize their awards by bringing in A list celebrities. I mean, it's it, which it's is what I said like, last week. It is, for, it's, yes. It's, yes. Yes. It's, it's people like Megan Fox in
1: the in the Transformers two game. Nobody played the Transformers two game. No Nobody one knows. plays. And Legal Ten and I argued about this at lunch. I said no one buys the games. Of the movies because their do- development time to release is like six months. They inevitably suck. He's like, no, man, they sell really well. I mean, they wouldn't keep making it if they didn't sell. You know, I'm sure there's some jackass out there that buys a video game that goes to the movie. Yeah. But the majority of the time, those games
2: suck. They do. I, I can't think of any good movie
1: game. I can't either. He's still like, Spider Man 3 or some shit like that. Like, All right, one oh, no. game. Yeah, that, one? that was it. That was the only game that that I could is think your- of. Okay. And video game, you know, movie video games have been going on for decades. Yeah. And All right, but it anyway, okay, we're getting, in
2: reverse. Yeah, we're getting off track. All right,
1: okay. So the nominee are the following. We have Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn for Batman Arkham Asylum, Claudia Black as Chloe Frazier for Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, Nolan North as Nathan Drake for Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, Mark Hamill as the Joker for Batman Arkham Asylum, and of course, Jack Black, who there wouldn't be a, a video game award without Jack Black, for his role as Eddie Riggs in Brutal Legend. Alright, well... Now, to me, I, this is a runaway. I know exactly who I would pick. I know who you're going to pick, and I'm not going to agree
2: that Mark Hamill should win it. Okay, tell me why. Because I think this is the last instance you're going to hear Mark Hamill do the Joker. Because, in my opinion, I, I watched Batman the Animated Series when so he, he did the Joker. Yes. And when you compared his voice work in the early 90s compared to what he did recently, recently right? he sounds old. He sounds like he's an old man. He is trying a man. to do yes, okay. but it doesn't. It's not what it was in the early '90s. You can tell that he's he's trying. It's there's a little strain. It's not quite what it was, what it used to be.
1: To me, he sounds close enough in Arkham Asylum that I can easily make the connection back to the TV show oh, the I, '90s that I I watched. absolutely could too. I absolutely knew right. Now. And to me, making a connection and one thing that's, that's been a pet peeve of mine for movies and videos and animes and everything else is I like continuity. I like the same person playing the same character from movie to movie to movie. Yes. The one thing that annoys the piss out of me more than anything, especially in Hollywood, is the fact that when they re uh, recast somebody as a different voice or a different, you know, person to play the same character. Video games are notorious for it. Animes are notorious for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that annoys me. I Look, when I watch something, I invest my interest. I suspend my belief to 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 watch it. I invest my time and in entertainment into that particular person. Like, for instance, the cast of Futurama. They mm-hmm. recast the whole damn show for the new season coming up. They did? They put out a casting call for every single new character, every character to have a new voice. Wow. Because they could not reach the contract demands of the previous voice. I agent. know
2: they threatened that with The Simpsons before they finally reached an agreement, but yeah. I don't think that they...
1: Well, what ended up happening was this went on for months, Wow. and apparently there was some kind of online petition called "Save the Voice of Futurama" that actually brought them back to the table, and all the original voice actors for Futurama signed back on. But they held casting calls, and they actually went ahead and it could have been, you know, a bluff. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case is, they went ahead and did it. I would not have watched Futurama if they had replaced any of the main characters. If Billy West ain't there, he's like half the cast. He is half the cast. Uh, right. Yeah. I would not watch Chicharama. So, to me, that's very important. Even yes. if you know it did sound strange, you're right, he does sound older. Yes. But then again, for people who didn't watch the original episode, the original TV show, they wouldn't know that. I They guess, wouldn't know the difference. But we did because we're old enough. Right, but if, if you think about it, the reason
2: they got the, the cast from Batman the Animated Series to do it right. is as a, a selling tool. Absolutely, so, that's my so point. There they, would have been any, yeah, so, they're catering to me. Right, they're they're catering to people that watch the show, and yeah, the Joker. I don't know if the Joker looks old in the game. He looks different from the Batman and the animated. Yeah, series. I don't think they are really
1: ever. They don't. They, they don't, always sh- look a little different. Okay, go on. Yeah. Um, so what is your pick? You know what mine is. Mark Hamill for right. Argo's I Island. I went
2: with Ar- Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn. I don't think she'll okay. win, but I I love that voice. I just love I that too. voice. That Brooklyn. You know, I'm not even gonna try to attempt it.
1: Mr. J. Mr. <laughs> Mr. J, exactly. So, oh, I'll tell you who's going to win. All right, so I'm going to write this who down. I th- I okay. write, hang on. I'm going to write down me next to that. Mark I'm going to write you down next to that. Sorkin,
2: who I think is going to win is Nolan North, because everyone really? has been talking about his performance in Uncharted 2.
1: I'm going to say, and we're going to put your, your prediction down, Adam's prediction for um, for Spike. Sorry. <laughs> That's why I said Highlander. Keep our and then mine, you know, if you ever listen to like real radio, uh-huh. I'm surprised how many people actually do that. Have have like pseudonyms. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because because Over, a lot Maxwell, of because they dumb.
2: say offensive things and they don't want to.
1: I guess. They don't want to get called I mean, out. Like out like when Rush they go down the street. I mean, he's there. You know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little but, different, but though. I mean, a lot of the radio people—it's it's, always—it's a pseudo name. It's because they're, makes they're trying to be cool, like I'm X Man, right? Know, that kind of thing. My opinion is, I believe that Spike is going to pick Jack Black, if for no other reason than and because he's Jack Black, and he's had—he's hosted their show, he's won an award from them already, or accepted the award for uh, King, King Kong, uh, as a reason to bring him back to the show. I think they'll go with him. So you think they'll
2: bring him just so he'll do something right. crazy I think and stupid on it, stage? Right. I
1: don't think it has anything to do with the fact that he did, you know, uh, uh, brutal and He does voice acting. He's done a lot of voice. Oh yeah, 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 he has. But he doesn't throw his voice or change it at all. It's always the exact same. Yeah, he's always voice. he's
2: always Jack Black. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, actors like that, like Keanu Reeves. Right. Keanu Reeves plays one person in right. every movie. Keanu Reeves. He's always Keanu Reeves.
1: Patrick Stewart when he does voice acting. Sean, Sean well, Connery. No, he, when he, yeah.
2: Well, Sean Connery's too. Sean Connery's James Bond and he's Sean Connery. But if you ever know him, <laughs> he's always Sean Connery. Like even even the Hunt for Red October, he's a he's a Lithuanian captain of a Soviet submarine, but he sounds like Sean Connery. He, he doesn't even attempt the accent. He
1: doesn't even attempt right. it. Funny story. He got that job with less than a week's notice. Did he really? Yes. Wow. Did because the original person they had uh, dropped out. Did not know that. All right. So. I the best voice acting I think we pretty much got to, right? Yeah. Best handheld game. Best handheld To me, game. this is a runaway. Yes. So, uh, are so you got handheld, my last one. Now,
2: now, Best Handheld goes for the DS, DSI, and also the, the PlayStation PSP. Portable. Yes, yeah, so it's, Go ahead. it's smushed together. So, the nominees for Best Handheld Game are Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, Mario & Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story, Professor Layton and the Diabolical Box, and Scribblenauts. Well, since I had already gone on record as saying I thought Scribble Knots might have a potential to be game of the year, but was right. not a thing, obviously my vote is for Scribble Knots as best handheld game.
1: All right, so we're going to write you down for Scribble Knots.
2: Yes, that game is really cool. It literally, the, the options you can do with that game. I mean, in, in principle, it's simple, but just the, the options and the ways you can go to achieving your goals is mind boggling. I mean, it must have taken them. It's taken a month, just to think of all the, the different sheer, options you can do, just the sheer amount of options available to yes. you and that 's what I like about games yes. I like the fact that you it 's never the same twice you can right. do, you can do the same goal twenty different times in
1: twenty different ways right and and that 's or ignore it completely and yeah. go in a completely different direction. I'm also going down, I'm putting myself down for Scribblenauts as well. To me, that was Runaway. Yes. Um, Grand Theft Auto, Channel Wars, Chinatown Wars. It's okay. It's okay. It's but no different than any other it's, Grand it's, Theft Auto. It's,
2: it's been there, done that. It's the Mario same Luigi,
1: thing. Bowser's Inside Story, to me, again, it's just your one yeah. right in the mill.
2: Now, I admit, I did not play Professor Layton in the Diabolical Box, but I did see trailers of it. It looked interesting, but not, not
1: more interesting than Scribblenauts. The problem with the handhelds is it, it, that's something that's very difficult to rent a game for. Most of these I had to borrow. In fact... Mm-hmm. I played all three. I, uh, I probably put the most time in the Scribblenauts for the same reason. Oh. I played that last because I knew that was a game that was going to control a lot of my interest. just because sure. having seen the trailers on you know on the internet, that looked interesting. I yes. want to drive a tank and fight God <laughs> in
2: Cthulhu and everything else. <laughs> I've, I know the exact video you're talking about. Yeah,
1: I remember that video So too. I did not play Professor Layton in Diablo Box either. It's not, you know, to say it's a bad game. Right. It's just not a game that anybody I knew has. No, not not I think people that have says something. that game. It, it, to me... Video games in a way is different than the Academy Awards. Majority of your awards are go to movies you've never heard of that never came to your town and you will have to wait till D V D before you a see. A lot of yeah, I
2: can think of some of them. Most of
1: like the games in the video game awards, even the ones that we talk about, irregardless of what Spike T V chooses, are usually popular games yeah. that everybody's played.
2: Now do you think that's because there are more movies than games? Like I'm I don't really know
1: what the ratio is. Are there more games made in a year or more movies made in a year? I think that's because independent gaming companies are different than independent film companies. If I make a movie mm-hmm. that has Brad Pitt in it, or has uh, George Clooney George Clooney, or an A-list actor, sure. they're taking less money to do an artistic thing yes. because they want to express their art I don't have to do any kind of, of advertising. I know it's going to get attention from somebody. Even if it's the Academy Award group, I know it's going to get attention because the people that are in it. If an independent gaming company is making a game from scratch, not one of the big ones like Valve or Relic or the rest, right? who's going to know unless it's word of mouth? True. Unless they advertise yeah. the hell out of it. Right, right. So you only usually get games that you know of or heard of in when it comes to video games, and I think that's the reason why. It's because it's, you know, I mean, when you hear, you know, this independent company signed away, you know, this big-time developer, you ask yourself, it's the same thing with, with anime, uh, animes, Oh, I directed this. Who are you again? Yeah, exactly. Why should that matter? It's the same with, with gaming. I, there are very few actual developers in you know games that majority of people know, mm-hmm. unless you are in the know, like us. So we both agree with Scribblenauts. Me yes.
2: Personally, if... I, I I think Scribblenauts is going to take it. You do? I think okay. that's going to be the, the legitimate winner.
1: All right, so I'll put you down for that. I believe that uh, what's then going to happen is going to be China Wars.
2: You think it's going to be Chinatown Wars?
1: And the reason I... why is, again, okay. the same reason as the other one. I don't think Spike TV puts any thought into this. I think they're going to go with what is the the most well known title because Grand Theft Auto has been out there for a while, for Long years. While. Yeah, it's controversial. Everybody knows about it. It's an, a recognized name. No one will be surprised if they choose after the game of the. year. I mean, I I didn't not like Chinatown Wars, but I mean, what's what what's the
2: difference between that and Liberty City Stories? Well, that's or... my point. It's it's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's and Grand Theft Auto. Version. Yeah, yeah. Until they come out with a whole, whole different thing. It's, right. it's really the same game again and again and again.
1: All right. Best PlayStation 3 game. Uh, we have, there's actually uh, five here. Let me read them off. No, there's four. Oh, it is four, sorry. Yeah. Okay. It's Infamous, Kill Zone 2, Ratchet and Clank Future, A Crack in Time, and Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. <sighs> I'm really
2: torn on this one. Really? Really. Okay. Uncharted 2 is an amazing game. Yes, it is. Infamous. I loved Infamous. Loved the plot. Eh. Loved the play. I know it's kind of like a been there, done that. Yes. You know, kind of, yes, you no, know, do whatever you want to do, kind of thing. But I really liked Infamous also. Um. Uh I'm gonna. Oh man, oh man, I'm gonna go down for Infamous. That's what I'm gonna think is gonna. Okay, be. you're gonna put that down. I'm gonna put. Yeah, my choice is is, is Infamous. Uh, to me, I really like the plot. I loved going around the city, watching New York City crumble around you. And, of course, like the nice little plot <clears throat> twist. I kind of, I, I had a feeling as to what the plot twist was. Yeah, well,
1: don't spoil it. I'm it's not going to spoil right, it, but okay. there's,
2: there's a major plot twist. And I, I kind of had an inkling that's what was going to happen. And I, even though I kind of guessed it, I still wasn't disappointed.
1: I thought it was still a really
2: good game anyway.
1: To me, I was disappointed in the PlayStation 3 uh, selections. I believe Ratchet & Clank was thrown in there just so there would be a fourth game. Uh, to round out the list, I think there's other games that could have gone in that were ignored. Sure. Kill Zone 2, I'm not impressed with. No. Again, that's another one I think we're just kind of thrown in there to yeah. up space. Yeah. Infamous, to me it is, uh, it's one of those apocalyptic things I, I was just was not interested in. I mean, it was okay. Right. I played it for about 10 hours and like, uh-huh. eh. Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, I think, it's up for a lot of other categories. Yes. <clears throat> It's got two of the best voice acting right there. Should be a it does. A- a it's it's tip.
2: really an amazing game. It's it's almost like a movie, almost like 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 an interactive movie, right? In a way.
1: And I've always liked games like that. Like uh, Final Fantasy Two was the first one I played like that, where the game stops and then takes over and you watch what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I like thinking that I'm part of a movie or part of that kind of plot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I'm gonna say Uncharted Two is gonna run away. That's my pick, and I also believe okay. that's what Spike TV's pick is gonna be.
2: Okay. Uh, I also think Spike TV will pick that one as well.
1: All right, so we're gonna. But it... I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna hold out on my principles and hope that Infamous pulls off the upset.
1: All right, so we both agree that Spike TV will pick that one. Interesting uh, little factoid here that Davin threw up, and this goes back to a show we did a couple a couple weeks ago. Uh, apparently, 63% of Americans reported having played some form of video game within the past six months in a recent poll, while only 43% admitted to having gone to see a movie in the theater.
2: Yeah, like I haven't gone to. And I mean I love movies I right. really so love why. movies so I, I could do a whole radio show by myself on movies but I had the last movie I went to see in the theaters I, I, I have to think
1: I did until recently I've I, seen I, one. I think
2: it was Halloween 2 believe it or not I, you I went paid money for that I paid money well I, I love horror movies I know uh, you don't yeah, like them you, I love horror movies Baron now movies. I was whole, I was totally disappointed with Halloween 2 we don't have to get into why it sucked but Halloween 2 sucked hard and, and it was because it was directed by Rob Zombie but Who's I think that was because of who he is. Uh, yeah, exactly. But I think that was the last movie I went to see in the theater. The
1: last movie I saw in the theater before I went to see Boondock Saints 2 a couple weeks ago. Again, I had to stop and think. Um, yeah. And it might have Star been Star Trek? Iroko saw Star, I Star thought, Trek. I thought yeah. the Star Trek was great. Star Trek was the last one I saw a part of Boondock Saints 2. Great. I loved it. I I was, it was a phenomenal movie. I
2: was very surprised. I was coming in expecting to hate it because it was J.J. Abrams and I knew he was going to. Fuck shit up. It's a crapshoot with
1: him. Yeah. It's either awesome. It's either like Cloverfield or Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek is amazing. Other. I'm all I'm all down I, for it. I'm, I'm on board for that. I'm looking forward to that sequel. I Clover I couldn't give a damn. Now that was the movie I was looking forward to and it sucked. Hard.
2: Uh have I seen Paranormal Activity? No, I wanted to, but I,
1: everybody there was a lot of hype around that. There one.
2: was a lot of hype around that. It was it's a lot of uh, viral witch project hype. shit. Kind of, yeah. I mean I, I have friends that went to see it, so I know what it's about. So I'm probably just going to wait till it comes out in DVD
1: and then buy it. Speaking of DVDs, I, I made a goal decision earlier this week, and I was killing time at work, and I was looking up uh, Godzilla movies. Okay. I don't even know why, because oh, Godzilla God, came out on Blu-ray. Okay. 1954 movie in mono, in mono uh, audio uh-huh. came out on a Blu-ray. Really? I don't know how much more you can kind of filter that thing out. I but... don't know.
2: That's, that's kind of like, I got, um, my, my mom's a huge Disney freak, and I got her the Blu-ray of uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which oh, came out in 1937. Yeah. I don't really know how much CRISPR it can get, but that's what she wanted, so I got that it. That movie far. freaked me out, not, not so Snow White, white and the Seven Dwarves. No, yeah, because,
1: you know, that witch and the apple, no, you <laughs> jackass. Not Godzilla, when I saw it as a kid, I freaked out. <laughs> when Godzilla comes over the hill, it's like, no I'm like, Aah! I'm like eight years old. That's like, awesome. It wasn't later until he starts breathing fire and burning down Tokyo. I'm like, yeah, this great. I've decided now to get every Japanese or every um, Godzilla movie there is on really? DVD. I've got half of them. Even the uh, Raymond Burr ones. Yes. Wow. I thought Raymond Burr, uh, the American version of Gaijira. Yes. That's that's disappoints and then, me. And
2: then uh, G- Godzilla 1985. When he, right. He, he, I...
1: he reprised his role. I love that movie, too, when I saw it. I've never you seen You like the Godzilla original. 1985? I've never seen the original. The only Godzilla movie so far that I've seen that I hated uh-huh. was that Matthew Broderick turn oh, that, that they is... dropped. Yeah. Everywhere. That Jurassic one... Park 4. Exactly. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. All right, we're getting way off topic. But I... Yeah, yeah. About the Godzilla Blu ray, uh-huh. it does not include the Raymond Burr American version. Only the really? original Japanese. I, I, that's okay. Yes. No, it's not. No. The entire thing of a Blu ray, the entire reason to get it was so they could put every version of a film and pack on as many extras as they can. And they don't bother to put the American version on it? That's what I saw, man. That's what I want to see. I want to see friggin' Perry. What the hell was his name? Perry Mason? Perry Mason up there, like running from Godzilla. Well, maybe they're going to re-release that one. Uh, I'm sure they that, will. They're double-dipping. That's they what I was going to Probably trying to double-dip All right. Speaking of kissing my ass, the Xbox 360 titles.
2: <laughs> All right. For the Xbox 360, the categories are Batman Arkham Asylum, Halo 3 ODST, Forza
1: Motorsport 3, and Left 4 Dead 2. My apologies now to uh, Left... I'm sorry, uh, a legal tender. I, t- I told him Halo ODST was not chosen. I am mistaken. Obviously, it is. Yes,
2: it was one of the categories.
1: Now, I do find it funny that no. okay. Arkham Asylum is here for Xbox Game of the Year. Yes, but Modern Warfare is not. not. I did notice that. I, I found that kind of odd. Well,
2: really, when you look at it, I mean, I think that. Well, it was. I mean, the Batman Arkham Asylum was on PS3
1: also. So really, you know
2: what? and so is Modern Warfare, and it doesn't appear in on either one of them. No, it doesn't appear on either one of them. I don't really know. But why. Uncharted,
1: but Uncharted uh, Two does. Yes. Go figure. Okay, go ahead. I,
2: I don't really know. I mean to me, if you're gonna put if you're gonna put games into the game of the year, and we might be tipping our hand with that, but whatever, um, it shouldn't also be in one of the best consoles. Right. But Again, have, it's double dipping. Yeah, it's, it's really it, double dipping. Yeah. Do you like that segue about the
3: double dipping things yes. yeah, yeah? Now maybe that maybe
2: skill. that means that we, we might be able to glean who spike oh, the game will be of the, year is, the right. game of the year because they might, you know, whatever. Um, Forza Motorsport 3 is there just to fill in a fourth game. Which, think it's not bad, it's, but it's, No, but it's,
1: it has no business being in with the no, other, other it has titles. no business being in with the other Left 4 Dead 2, it just came out. Yes. I mean, literally, like, last week. Or two weeks ago. It, what, there's less than a month between that and the awards, but go on.
2: Yeah, um, Halo 3, ODST.
1: It's a Halo game. It's, it's a and Halo they, game. All they did was they, they gave you a firefight mode, which... The firefight, and Well, it's, it's entertaining, darker, yeah. but again, it's it's... It's more of the same. And then Batman Arkham Asylum is up there as well. Right.
2: Um, For best Xbox 360 game, I'm going to have to go with Batman Arkham Asylum. I figured
1: you would because you'd made that point clear enough before. And
2: I own it for Xbox 360, so I would be foolish not to
1: vote for that. See, I I agree. Motorsport, to me, is a throwaway title. It's just in there, round them out. Um, I'm going to go with the Dark Horse. I'm going to go with Left 4 Dead too, And the reason why is this. With you got Batman Arkham Asylum already appears elsewhere, okay, yeah. and in other categories, like I said, you can probably glean from the Game of the Year. Um, Motorsport, we've already gotten rid of. I, I don't think Halo's going to get it, again, only because it's more of the same shit that we've already got. It, it Halo 3 is. and ODST is not that different from each other.
2: No, I mean, apart from other having than the Master Firefight Chief, mode, yes. that's, Yeah, that's yeah. it.
1: So, but, I am disappointed to see that there were some voice actors that were not made mention of in the best of voice acting that are in Halo 3. Namely, one Nathan Fillion, who was Captain Malcolm Reynolds of Firefly fame. Okay. And also the dental gentleman who did the voice for Wash and for Jane from Firefly. Uh, uh, what it? I can't help you. I didn't watch Chris the or... Okay. None of those guys, and they're all comically—you know—I mean, they're comical, they're funny, they can be serious—all great voice actors. None of them appeared in that. That pisses me off. So Halo gets the big middle finger from me. I'm going to say it's left for dead. All right. Now the real question is, who do we actually think is going to win for Spike TV? Uh... I am
2: going to guess. I'm going to I'm going to stick with my choice. I think they're going to give it to Batman: Arkham Asylum.
1: Okay. You know what? I'm going to go with you on that one because I think they will. Cause I yes, don't because think it's I don't. Yes, because I have a year. feeling
2: who's going to win game of the year.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to be a runaway. I think it's an obvious choice yes. before we can get there. Uh, all right, we're after the eight o'clock hour. We got to take another break, man. We got to thank you, Adam Baldwin. Damn, I knew that too because he's from he's in the Patriot. All those guys, that entire yeah, see, cast was. Awesome. Is he one of the Baldwin brothers? No, no, no. So no just... I don't think he's not really. I don't think it's related. Oh, okay. That entire cast, though, from top to bottom, half the cast is on Vino. <laughs> like, really? Uh, well. Washes. I think Jane's I, had a cameo. I wanted
2: to watch V, but I didn't get a chance to, so I don't I mean, is it uh, any good? Is uh, it,
1: fuck if I know. I don't know.
2: I mean, because I, I already saw it. I mean, I already know what's going to happen. They, they look like reptiles, right. and they're I, here to eat us.
1: Yeah. I've seen the first the Unless they change versions. things around, and they're not here to eat us. They're here to enslave us or whatever. But they may know. just throw a twist in it because it's freaking ABC, and they don't know what else to do with it. Right. All right, folks. We'll be back here in about uh, six or seven minutes.
0: Warning. This show is for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Parental discretion is advised.
3: Hey, this is Tisney and you're listening to The Emperor's Court on World Warcraft Radio. Oh, hell, he's still better looking than Howard Stern.
1: more talent than I don't care what anybody says. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com. Today is the, what, the 11th of December here in 2009. Yeah, it's the 11th. As we approach the end of the year. Christmas is two weeks away. Can you believe it? I'm, I still have shopping to do. So do I. I uh, not, not a whole lot. I have most of my shopping done. Yeah, I don't it's have almost, too much more to do. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, I didn't ask for a whole lot of games this year. I I mean, asked, not that I get a whole lot anymore, no, but you know. I asked for
2: uh, Dragon Age Origins and Assassin's Creed 2. That's what you're going to have it. a
1: hard time running it. Uh, for the PlayStation and the Xbox? For the Xbox. Or, I mean, the com- uh, computer. No, no, no. For the, for the 360. I was going to say, in that god-awful PC, you're, <laughs> you won't <laughs> run you be coming over <laughs> my house. Hey, uh, I amp, can, can, I, can I play Dragon Age? Get away from me. Exactly. All right. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, something that was brought up. Uh, we were talking with Talia uh, in IRC prior to this, and he was talking about the soundtrack. And... This was something that I actually discussed with uh, uh Legal Tender. I did not consider it and he was right and we were discussing me and uh, Highlander here before we went on the air is that the Betts soundtrack for games the last several years has always listed things like Guitar Hero, rock bands and their various, you know, offshoots and subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. And majority of the time they win. And the argument we were having at lunch or it wasn't an argument but it was a good point uh and I can't take credit for as Legal Tender said you know how you expect anybody to win a soundtrack competition when you're going up against a game that has a collection of platinum hits for the last thirty years. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and this year it's DJ Hero, DJ Hero, uh, Guitar Hero Five, and, and the then Beatles Rock Band, Band. Yeah, the Beatles Rock Band. And I'm thinking to myself, how, how can this soundtrack win? These are, these are songs that are, are multi-platinum, multi-billion dollar selling uh, songs sure. that have been out for 30, 40 years. Yeah. They've already gotten all the accolades in their particular genre, music. And I said, well, there should be a, a, a contest for the original score. And there is one. Okay, But the problem is Spike TV has one for original soundtrack score and then soundtrack. And again, it's redundant. It, yeah. it shouldn't be both. And The Academy Awards not Best Soundtrack. It's a Best Original Score. Yes. This shouldn't be any different. No. Look, if Noble Tomas is making a song for Final Fantasy, he shouldn't have to compete against Metallica and and the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. You might as well just do a Grammy Awards, and, and they're going to steamroll You can't compare the two. No, you can't. I mean, really, it,
2: it just comes down to filler. It just seems like a lot of these categories are filler. Trying to stretch the show longer trying to bring in more mainstream elements to legitimize their awards. Right. And it, it's just a redundant waste of time, which is why I, we cut it down to the, the nitty-gritty.
1: To the seven categories we think actually represent the video game yeah. industry as best as they can as best with what possible. they're giving I mean,
2: even if we wanted to be technical, the best voice, we didn't really have to do best voice, no. but I particularly enjoy you know listening
1: to the voices and all that, so that's why I put that on there. Anyway, so, the uh, next category we have, we're down to the final, actually, the final three. We got uh, yeah. Best Wii, Best PC Game, and Game of the Year. Alright, for the Best Wii, got. Are you serious? Oh, sh- Again? This important.
0: Damn it. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this breaking news scandal erupted out of the headquarters of WCRadio.com this afternoon as news broke that two of the network's show hosts, Kexman and an Almighty farce here Figures. had been arrested on charges of prostitution. Figures. Allegedly, the pair were picked up in London's Red Light District at 3.30 a.m. local time. Both men were apparently dressed as women and were offering their services for a fee. They were taken into custody when the pair, going under the names of Kexwoman and the Almighty Brazier, propositioned an undercover police officer. A regular customer of the hosts agreed to tell about his experience, under the condition we not release his name and alter his voice so as not to be recognized.
1: I wasn't really a regular customer, but I had hired them before. They were dressed as women, which I found to be oddly attractive. At first, I wasn't aware of who they were, I just thought that they were really ugly women. When I got closer to their faces, I recognized them as Kexman and Almighty Farseer. They must have recognized me too because Kexman said, Hey there, Natural 20, back for another BJ? Unfortunately, I was out of
0: shillings, so I wasn't able to hire them. Wait, 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 did I just give my name away? Can did you edit that out before you wear it? When questioned by reporters as to why they had become transvestites, the almighty Brazier said that they just wanted to roleplay as female hookers. While this may come as a shock to some listeners, fellow staff at the network were, quote, not surprised in the least. Station management, nor Kexman, could be reached for comment. More on this breaking news as information becomes available. We now return you to your normally scheduled program. I'm
1: not stunned. Not not at all. Not at all. I always thought those two were a little odd. They took that role-playing thing a little s- too seriously. Hey, AM. What? PS. Uh Hornet. These are pretty shows, but yeah, wow. That The last couple of times, the last couple of times we had that breaking news is always something interesting, but I didn't I, I'm not surprised, but I didn't see it coming.
2: No, I didn't see it coming, but frankly with those two they're... I mean, the first Tiger
1: woods and now this so I, those role playing guys, you just you gotta stay away from them. Protect your ass, folks.
2: You never know what's gonna happen with them because they'd be going along in pantaloons and
1: <laughs> whatever the hell. Good lord. Okay. All right. Where all right? Where were we? Uh, back to it. We were at best Wii games. Best Wii games. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I your, think. Go ahead and read them.
2: Uh, I think uh, Kexman and. Almighty Farseer. Almighty Brasier. Role-played as Wii's. I think that's what got him in trouble. (laughs) All right. The best Wii game. Spike TV thinks these are the four best. Mad World, New
1: Super Mario Bros. Wii. Which I have heard is outstanding. Punch-Out! And Wii Sports Resort. Now, I'll tell you what. uh, This is probably the most competitive of of the three console systems that I've seen, as far as games go. For Mm -hmm. me, there are three on here that are contenders for it. All right? Okay. Uh, for me, it's Mad World, Super Mario Brothers. Well, uh-huh. i got to tell you this. I have not played Super Mario. I've been told, however, it is exactly like it has the exact same maps from all the previous titles. Oh, okay. okay. Like Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3. It has all of them. Yes. It's a side-scroller, same style. Oh, play. yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've right. seen the trailers and everything. I didn't have a chance to play it. I, will, I, I mean, did my homework and watched it. I'm not going to really... pick it because I haven't played it, but i got to okay. tell you, that's a Wii game I'm excited to buy, and or at least rent and try out. That has me intrigued.
2: Um, boy, it's it's so difficult to choose. Um, Mad World's great. Uh, I, uh, I I want to pick Wii Sports Resort because it's a fun game. But it's it came but with sports, dude. A... <laughs>
1: when you bought the game, the like, the it's not it's got the same thing in there.
2: I know. Well, I mean, so so are, are you saying that if if a game is bundled with the system, it shouldn't count as a as a game of the year?
1: It shouldn't be game of the year because it, was, it came out years ago. Here's another thing. It's this is pseudo activity. All right? A game that, that mimics real-life activity should not win Game of the Year. I, I essentially, what you're trying to do, look, when I'm playing a, a Batman Arkham Asylum or I'm playing Modern Warfare, right? it's uh, simulating something that I can't do outside. I can't go punch a guy who stresses the Joker. I can't go shoot terrorists as much as I like to. I can go play baseball. Yeah. I can go play tennis. And I'm pretty sure real life has better graphics than the Wii. <laughs> and it's a lot, lot easier to use the racket yeah. than the controller.
2: Yeah. Now, by by that extension, do you think that the Wii, as a whole, is a failure because of that aspect of it? Because really, ninety percent of the game for the Wii before are the about Wii that. came
1: out. Yes. and I predicted this, and this was on a uh, one of my ad libs I did recorded a couple of years ago. I said the Wii will be exceptionally popular for about a year because of the novelty. Right. I said and then you're going to see a drop off because majority of manufacturers, majority of developers are not going to want to actually radically change the game they're designing that they can easily port from a PlayStation to an Xbox. Mm-hmm. They're not going to want to have to do this. They're not going to want to have to create new different kinds of controllers for every game. Right. And that's exactly what's happened. And look what's happened. The Wii has dropped off significantly over the last year and a half.
2: It has, yeah. It has.
1: And that's why. I do not like the Wii personally. There are some games, Punch-Out, I own. I've played it all the way through. Punch-Out's It's exactly okay. like the original.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing. It's It's the same game... From Mike Tyson's Punch Out in '87, right? With updated graphics,
1: updated graphics, and some funny
2: stuff, some added stuff. There, I mean, Uh, it's it's the same thing with uh, what was the one we were talking about? Was just
1: like Grand Theft Auto, Chinatown Wars. It's the same game. But uh, no, I I I will I'll disagree because there's a significant jump from a game that was last on the Super Nintendo to Uh the Wii. There's been a lot added to it. It looks a lot nicer. Grand Theft Auto has had various installments for every single generation of, of systems going back to the original PlayStation. Okay. So, to me, that, that's a much longer string. I, I personally will not punch out, be, and this is kind of, a, I guess, a bit of a hypocritical uh-huh. versus what I just said a while ago okay. about being, like you just said, same old, same old. To right. me, it's nostalgia because this is not a game I've played in almost 15 years. True. And it's a phenomenal increase from when I played it originally with enough of the original elements to keep me interested and entertained. Well with that in mind speaking of nostalgia I will cast my vote for
2: New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Okay. I think that is going to win. I, I is take that a, your choice? No, no, let, okay. let, me, let me rephrase so, it. that. That uh, is my choice.
1: All right, that is I your choice. I think of the four there, that is the best game. No, I'm going to put myself down for Punch-Out. Um, th- That's my choice. What I would say wins. Now, as to who actually wins, I, I think <sighs> it's still going to be
2: new Super Mario Bros. Wii, Okay. But for no other reason than name recognition. Then it's everybody Mario,
1: knows Mario Brothers. And I will say the exact same for the exact same reason. is because everybody knows, and it will not be a surprise, that a Super Mario game that just came out last week yeah. is going to win the game of the year for that
2: you know to take a step back um, that's one thing that I, I have criticism wise with this list of, of spikes the majority of the titles haven't just
1: come out they've just a come out like a month Modern ago. Warfare Left 4 Dead 2 yeah. yes yeah and they're really how can you, you know? I don't know NH4 says what would be the gold age of gaming be?" we're going to have a round table of meet you and Baron Von Gosu mm-hmm. um, we should probably schedule for maybe the week after New Year's yeah, where we're going to sit down and we're going to go over it'll be like a nostalgia show Of all the titles, you know, back in the NES, SNES, we'll do like... Oh, I'll go
2: go way before that. The first game I ever played, um, I was too young to remember which one it was. It was either Qbert for the Atari 800, Mm -hmm. um, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons for the Intellivision, or Kix, spelled Q-I-X, for the Atari 800.
1: And, and that's my point. We'll Those go back old, and we'll we'll, we'll we'll review all that. It'll be a throwback to our childhoods, and we'll talk about the golden yeah. age of gaming. Yeah, which I think was the I think Nintendo was, Super was Nintendo era.
2: NES, yeah, the yeah. NES was NES to SNES was the golden
1: age, right? Sure. Because yeah, the S, yeah, the Nintendo Entertainment, you yeah, the Super Nintendo, you had the Sega Mastery you had the, the Genesis, the Genesis, you also had the Turbo Graphics sixteen, you had yeah. the Neo Geo, all coming out about the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, that was the golden age of gaming. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. Uh, that's down the road. All right, so the final, for, to, to wrap it up here, best Wii games, you chose Super Mario Brothers for yours. I chose Punch-Out for mine. and We both agree that, that Super Mario is, Brothers is going to pick, right. yeah, okay. pick Super Mario Bros. Now, for best PC game, and again, this to me is two filler and two legitimate contenders. Yeah. Uh, the best PC game is Dragon Age Origins, which I think is a travesty it was not included elsewhere, especially in Game of the Year. Left 4 Dead 2, which we've seen before, Plants vs. Zombies. That was entertaining for about an hour. Yeah, it's, it's the same. It's, it's
2: like a Wii game,
1: really, is what it is. Yes. It's, it's
2: got Wii graphics, and you do like the cutesy stuff, and right. whatever.
1: And The Sims 3. The Sims 3. Again, a game about role-playing a person in real life. Yeah. And
2: now, I have not played The Sims 3, but my sister is a huge Sims fan. Loves The Sims. Holy crap. With all wow. that, when, when the Sims Two came out and it had all those expansions, okay, she owns every single expansion to the Sims. She 2. does know
1: she's actually a real person and can do the same yes, things in real yes. life. Okay, she, go she ahead. knows. Yeah. Right.
2: So I have I have seen the Sims Three in action, even though I admit I have not played it. It is not the best PC game, not even, not even close. Okay, the best PC game, hands down, without question, is Dragon Age Origins. Origins. Right, I will agree that, that's
1: to me that's runaway for
2: PC games. that here. that is it. That is one of the it's it's the best role playing game i've seen come out since oblivion in my opinion really really and i loved elder scrolls 4 oblivion you know those games that have like 120 hours of content That's you this. do every yes. little minor yes. little this oblivion was the first game i played where i literally did everything i'm not one of those people that has to get 100% on all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff if i beat the main game and maybe a few minor quests or whatever it's fine with me this was That was the first game I saw I have to do
1: everything. This is awesome. And, that's and Dragon's Difference. Age Origin reminds me of that, which is why I think it's the best game. And to me, that is what grabs me the most. It's not just the graphics. It's not just the gameplay. Well, It is the gameplay. Yes. Yeah. It's the fact that the game is so engrossing that I have an interest to actually go out to the side quest and and see every aspect. I spent like six hours, I think, just wandering around looking at stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, over the course of the time I played it, not even accomplishing anything, just looking at stuff. If a game has that much to it, it is that engrossing mm-hmm. that I have an interest to complete every aspect of it to me they don't make games like that anymore not really no. most of the, these days most games are like 10 15 hour jobs you, you burn through then you trade them in to get credit towards another game. yeah that's what they are mm-hmm. you know they, they give you the strategy guide to help you along the way. I mean this is a very elaborate structure this will take a long time to do especially with my, with my uh, schedule. My I agree. I think Dragon Age Origins runs away with it. Absolutely. I believe Spike T V will choose it because
2: I think Spike T V will choose it as well because it's it's one of the it games going on right now. Th- well the, that's the, possible. The, the However there is still, you know...
1: one there is one curveball I'm gonna bring up. Okay. One possibility. Alright. And tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Spike T V goes and picks the Sims three. Really? Because it appeals to the MTV culture. You think the Sims three appeals to the M T V culture? Yes I do. See, I I would think The Sims
2: Three would appeal more to the casual gamers, in my opinion, because it's, it's, it's. I don't want to say bland, but it's really not. You can crazy, you know, like like Left 4 Dead Two or or No, you can do some
1: really outrageous shit in this game. And I, the reason I say this is because the only people I know who are playing Sims Three are people who are younger than me, uh-huh. who are really into the reality TV show stuff, hmm. that are really into the MTV stuff. Okay, I, that to me seems, like, especially the reality show crowd. This seems like you're basically you're playing a reality TV show. Okay, you're in it. Your character is it. Why does your sister play it? Since she's so into it, is she that kind of person? I mean, you obviously you know her. I don't. Um,
2: she doesn't watch it. No, actually, she's she's conservative, believe it or not. Okay. Um. I don't really. I I think it's just maybe the fantasy aspect of it. She likes using the sandbox version, so she doesn't go through the game as like trying to accumulate money to buy stuff. She just likes obliterating the rules, getting like unlimited money, and then setting up her house the way she wants to set it up, and okay. have the kids and the grandkids and all that kind of whatever. I I think it's just the the aspect of pretending to be you know or whatever.
1: I, I don't, don't think he meant conservatives in political. I think he meant conservatives in her entertainment choices.
2: Uh, no, actually, I did mean conservative
1: as in, as in political. Okay, good. My type of woman. There you go. Okay, next up, finally, we've gotten to finally. game of the year. The game of the this this year. There's going to be a lot of controversy for this. There's yes. going to be a lot of people... A
2: lot, there's, there's a lot of people mad that certain games aren't on the list. Which, and there's a lot of people that are, that
1: are mad of the games that are on there.
2: Yeah, so to me... It's very divisive, Very divisive. Like. Yeah, I was just going to say, which is good, because if, if it's a runaway with one thing, which it might end up being, um, at least it generates interest, which is really what you want to do for the you game want of the debate. year, you the want, movie of right. the year, the whatever of the year. So anyway, Spike TV's Game of the Year. Assassin's Creed 2, Batman Arkham Asylum... Call of Duty Modern Warfare two Left For Dead Two Uncharted Two Among Thieves. So now, it's a
1: year of sequels. I, you <laughs> just told me I was gonna say, if you
2: go down this, Assassin's Creed two. Call of Duty Modern Warfare two. Left for Dead Two Uncharted Two. The only original game on there is Batman Arkham Asylum. Everything else is a sequel. Right. Now, does that say something about us as gamers, or as the gaming industry? I mean, what do you What do you think?
1: I told Legal Tender, because we've had this debate, especially because I was defending your point about uh, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, which you called for Game of the Year months ago. Yes. And I said, to me, it works the same way as it does in movies, where sequels of franchises traditionally do not win Game of the Year if the previous title won it, mm-hmm. only because it's usually more of the same, with better graphics and prettier stuff and shit like that. I agree. Lord of the Rings, for instance, they waited to give the third movie picture of the year. Reason mm-hmm. why? Because if you gave it to the first one, the next two exactly the same, all epic proportions, you got to give it all three years. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say I was wrong, only because... And the reason I say this is because I thought Call of Duty and Modern Warfare 2 would not get the nod... For the game of the year, because the previous title had won it. Mm-hmm. And I think that got blown out of the water when their sales numbers blew the roof off. I don't think anybody in their wildest dreams thought this game would be that successful as fast as it has. I think what it says to us as gamers, the sequels are, we're investing in these various franchises. Final Fantasy's got 25 titles, 13 of which are in a chain. Sure. For a reason. All right? I think this says to us as gamers that we like the original so much that not only did they bring out a sequel, but they brought out one that was better than the original. Okay. Is a familiarity thing? Do we like things that we're familiar with? Things we've seen before? I think inevitably that's the case.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what do you think? What's your take on this? What is your impression of it?
2: It's, my first impression was kind of like, really? Like, there's, there's nothing original? Like, the the best game is something you've already done before. Well, I'll tell you this. That was my
1: first impression. Right, This is the best crop of games for
2: a Game of the Year selection they've ever had. I think so. I I don't think there's anything wrong with any of those games. I think all five of those games are fun games to play. They're very engrossing. They're very intriguing. Uh, I have no complaints about any of those. I I don't know that I would be mad at one game winning over another more. I mean, really. I, I wouldn't be mad if... I suppose if I had to pick any game that I would be mad about winning it would be left 4 dead 2. I don't think that that's probably the weakest of the five. And to me that's saying something because I think that the the online aspect of left 4 dead 2 is amazing. It's it's definitely the best online experience in my opinion of any of these five. Even though some of them don't have online experiences, so obviously whatever. Um but really I was I was shocked at how many sequels were were game of the year. To me it just when I saw it I was just shocked that there there were no original idea games that were
1: Game of the Year, with the exception of Batman Arkham Asylum. Right. And even that in of itself, it's not completely original, but it's the beginning of a new franchise. Right. There's the difference. Yeah. All right. All right, well, so,
2: I, I've already I've staked my claim months ago as to what I feel Game of the Year
1: is. Are so. you going to stick with it? I, I, having all this time to reflect, having played the games now. Yes. Are you going to stick with
2: it? I I will stick with my personal choice as Batman Arkham Asylum as the Game of the Year. Okay. I think that game was amazing. That is the best superhero game I have ever played, ever. I don't think anyone could deny that. And if you do, you're wrong, because there is. Um, I'm a huge Batman nerd. I I don't shirk from that. I don't uh, pretend to it's not be a Batman my favorite nerd. It's superhero, too. And literally, it's almost... I mean, it, it's it's as close to replicating the experience of Batman as, as possible. Um, I just... I loved it. I loved the storyline... I love the dark atmosphere. Uh, the villains were great. They they had multiple different styles of gaming in the game itself. Uh, to me, it, Batman: Arkham Asylum is the game of the year.
1: Before I get to mine, I've been surprised at at the huge upswing, or I should say, downswing, when Modern Warfare Two hit. Even through so far the Christmas season, it's been blowing the roof off of sales numbers. Everybody's got everybody's raving about it. Okay. <clears throat> Just checking out the forums at clan1g.net mm-hmm. and our our radio uh, show forums, com and the Emperor's Court forums, and, and the gaming threads, and the gaming discussion, I'm surprised at the backlash there is towards Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty. The amount of negativity, it's overhyped, it's overplayed, you know, people are just getting it for the sake of getting it. And I wonder, is it really overhyped, or is this the simple, normal backlash against popular culture I we would see?
2: exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I think it's more along the lines of the the internet always hates what's <laughs> popular. Right. And right now, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is hugely popular. Right. Everyone's buying it. Therefore, the internet must it's hate over-hyped. it. It's overhyped. Therefore, right. the internet must hate it. Yeah. And Having anything that's popular, that. you know, whatever. Well, go ahead. Just go ahead. Say what you're going to say.
1: Having said that, yeah. I have played all these titles. Okay. This, to me, was a very difficult one to call because I think you can legitimately make a, uh, an argument for any of them, which inevitably is something you want, like you just said yes. uh, earlier, is you want something that's debatable, something that's controversial when it comes to Game of the Year.
2: Yeah, I think all of these games are fantastic <clears throat> games.
1: Now, I think what Spike TV is going to pick is pretty obvious. I think so, too, yeah.
2: It's not my choice, but it's
1: probably what they're going to If I pick. wanted to play it safe uh huh, and... So I could rack it up and be correct, I would say Modern Warfare 2.
2: That's what Spike's going to pick, yeah.
1: I'm going to say Uncharted 2. Really? Uh, among Thieves. That's, that's what my choice is uh-huh. that I say should be Game of the Year because okay. of what it is. Because, again, of that movie aspect. Because it's putting you right in the thick of things. Like, I mean, it's just like uh, the Bourne Supremacy or some shit where it's actually uh-huh. giving you the impression that you're actually part of everything that's going on. Okay. To me, that immersion factor is so important. I'm not talking about like being a roleplay fag. I mean, talk about actually <laughs> playing the game like that. Now, there?
2: believe it or not, I I feel similarly with Batman: Arkham Asylum. To me, so the the, thing, you think you're Batman, the
1: immersion factor of right. being Batman—that's the reason why I love the why I love the game. So I'm going to put myself down for Uncharted 2: Among Thieves. Now, the question is, what is Spike TV going to pick? Well, it's if a blind man, drunk, spinning around five times,
2: trying to pin the pin, trying to pin the tail on the donkey. Easily figure out that it's they're going to pick Call of Duty Modern, Modern Warfare,
1: Warfare 2. I agree. I think that I think I would
2: be shocked if they don't pick that one. And again, to me, it's and a I, safe bet. It's the safe bet. I don't think it's the right choice. I don't. I, there's nothing wrong with that game. It's a fantastic game, but I think I think the only reason Spike will pick it is because everyone and their mother is buying it right
1: now. No. I'm going to be a real dick, which is difficult for me because you know I'm going to try and take it to a whole new level of Dictitude.
2: Oh, okay. That's a word. Dictitude? It is, it is now. Write it down. Dictitude. I don't even think I can write it down. I don't know how to spell <laughs> Dictitude. There's like three T's and a silent Q in that.
1: The role-playing factor. Uh-huh. There's one game that is not made mention of in the best category. True. None of these games, with the exception of Modern Warfare 2, I guess, is on there that's a PC title. Not really. I Two mean, things. Some of them are on PC, but they're not really. Okay, right. Known but they're not. For PC. That's my point. Two things jump out at me. One, there is no actual legitimate PC title up there for Game of the Year. That's an absolute travesty, and it's something we're starting to see. And that goes back to the console versus PC wars, yes. which we discussed months ago. You see how we're <laughs> tying into all the previous shows. Exactly. You have to listen to shit. The second thing is the role playing factor. Yes. World of Warcraft hasn't been up there, except as a writing candidate when they were forced to accept it. Dragon Age Origins is not there. No, it's now not. here's the controversy where I'm going to be a dick. Okay. Is it not up there simply because it's a role-playing game? I because don't know. Because the stigma is out there. Because of people like Kexman, Almighty Farseer, and you can say it's a knock on them, but really that's what the case is. Mm-hmm. Do people have in their minds the Vampire the Masquerade dirt balls up here at the corner store who don't wash who pretend they're vampires right. or werewolves whatever the hell they are? Is it that kind of role playing stigma that has prevented this from being getting selected for Game of the Year? I, I All of these games are know. action or shooting games. Every damn game one of them. Yes,
2: yes, they're either action adventure or shooting. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I I'm trying to remember what won Spike's Game of the Year in previous years. Because I know, for a fact, because when I bought it, it was on the package that Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion won Game of the Year. Okay. Something. Now, I
1: I don't think it was Spike, but they won a Game about of the Flag. Year. I am convinced beyond a doubt, and this goes back to my last show, and I don't want to rewrite the whole damn meltdown, okay? Right, right. That Spike TV and this is catering to the MTV crowd. They're not catering to the actual gamers. They're looking for the casual person. Right. Dragon Age Origins is not going to appeal to a casual player. No, no, you it's, have to, it's a huge investment. of Right, time. it's a fantasy-based game that requires a role-playing element at least to a degree. Yes, is that, in your opinion, the cat? Is that the reason why it was not included? If you think about it,
2: probably because it's not. Our you know RPGs by nature have never been considered hip and cool. The hip and cool games have always been. Uh, shooting games,
1: and racing games. All right, here's the Game of the Year awards as provided by Davelin. Last okay. year's Game of the Year, Grand Theft Auto IV. Okay, not oh, surprising. 2007, Game of the Year, Bio Bioshock. Shock. 2006, The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Well, how about that? There's one. All right, 2005 award, Resident Evil Four. Two 2004, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. 2003, Madden NFL 2004.
2: Madden was the Game of the Year?
1: Look at the criticism. The Video Game Awards has been heavily
2: criticized since its inception. Uh, the first one in particular was universally panned for numerous reasons. One common criticism is that the VGAs are merely a, a popularity, popularity contest. contest. Hot damn exactly what I said. I, this means that console games are more likely to win or be nominated PC over games. PC games. Two
1: things to holding it back. One, it's a PC game, and two, it's a role-playing game. Of all the ones that are up here... The
2: only one is the one that I thought was amazing, which is the best role-playing game I've played in a long time.
1: And that's one game of the year, and in all these other ones... Even the ones that were nominated, you there's a select few, a handful, if that.
2: Yeah, even even best PC game right now. That's the only. I mean, uh, would you count The Sims as a role playing game?
1: Yes. I, yeah. That's, okay. That's what it is. Okay. All right. I mean, it's not a fantasy based role playing no, game. No, it's not. But I think that's either. one thing people kind of get into the the rut about is that fantasy games do not necessarily have to be in a, I mean, role playing games do not have to be fantasy. Uh-huh. When you say when you say role playing, what do you think of? What's you the first of- game? You think of fantasy. If I say a massive multiplayer online role-playing game, what do you think of? World of Warcraft? There you go. Yeah, when you think of oh, role-playing right game, same shit. Yeah, yeah, you think
2: of swords and same magic yes. and all that kind
1: of stuff, yeah. So, there you have it. And I, right. I think it's a travesty that this game did not get any consideration on the VGAs, and exactly like the Wikipedia criticism is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are people out there who are saying the exact same thing I am. It's a sure. popularity contest. Spike TV doesn't give a damn. They don't give a fuck if it's if it's... Uh, a, a legitimate contender or not. And that's my problem with the entire damn process is there's nothing out there. It's not a legitimate form of recognition for a, a good work. I mean, it, 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 it's, it is. It's It's a popularity contest. Either well, there's a tie-in with a movie or some shit like that. The Family Guy cast won an award. Family Guy! Really? Yes! I, for uh, what? Oh, what? Let me pull it up again. Hey on. All right, on.
2: yeah. Pull it back up. I want to see... Uh, I.
1: I well, know you close I sh- it? Hang on, yeah. All right. What what Family Guy uh, game won? It wasn't whatever. Game of the Year, but it did win No, I, I would be They're shocked. At best cast, Family Guy video game. Best cast? What? Best military game? What's what's the difference between best shooter and best military game? We're talking about the 2006 Best awards. song, best soundtrack. Well, the categories have changed. There's a lot right. more. Ca- you know, they've changed actually very radically. Best team sports game? Best driving game? Best game based on a movie or a TV show. So now it's separate. Right. Best performance by a human female, a human male, cast, voice. Uh, this no, is redundant. be... Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we've made our predictions. I, yes. You know. So you want to run them down real quick? All right. So So sorry. let's go down. Kate. Go ahead. For best voice acting, I feel that
2: Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn in Batman Arkham Asylum will win. Emp, however, feels that Mark Hamill reprising his role as the Joker in Batman Arkham Asylum will win. I feel that Jack Black as Eddie Riggs in Brutal Legend, Spike will pick him. Actually, oh, no, I'm sorry. I, do, no, I you know, you think Jack That's Black right. will win. Yes. I, however, feel that Nolan North as Nathan Drake in Uncharted 2, Spike will pick them.
1: Now, it's for the best voice acting. Yes.
2: For best handheld game, uh, I believe that... Actually, Emp and I both agree that Scribble Knots will win that. I believe that Spike will pick Scribble Knots, However, Emp feels that Spike... We'll pick Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. For best PS3 game, I feel that Infamous was the best game. Emperor feels Uncharted 2 Among Thieves was the best game. Yes, And we both agree that Spike will pick Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. For the best Xbox 360 game, I feel hands down it was Batman Arkham Asylum. Emp feels it was Left 4 Dead 2. However, we both agree that Spike will choose Batman Arkham Asylum for their best Xbox 360 game. For the Wii, I feel that the best Wii game was New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Emperor feels Punch-Out was the best, and we both agree that Spike will pick New Super Mario Bros. Wii as their choice for best Wii game. Best PC game, this was across the board. We both feel Dragon Age Origins runs away with this title, and we both feel that Spike will choose Dragon Age Origins as well. Yes. And as for the game of the year, I'm going to stick with my call for Batman Arkham Asylum. Empfield's Uncharted 2 among thieves will win. However, we both think that Spike will pick Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Warfare 2. 2.
1: So, there are our predictions for both our choices as well as that's what Spike TV will have. We will wrap it up next week. We'll obviously go over the show. We'll go over the the actual winners. Sure, we'll discuss it. I'm sure we're not going to be happy with what's going to happen. I think we're going to be pretty close to what's what our predictions are. Um, we will post up a a poll of our choices for game of the year. We will take a... It will run it for a couple weeks, let people vote on it. Maybe we'll put it on the front page, have people vote it, and we'll see what they say. The winner of that... And keep in mind this. What you vote on will heavily influence what we choose, but we may not necessarily go with exactly what you say. True, yeah. All right? If I radically, you know, differentiate from what people are voting... Obviously, I'm going to reevaluate that. Sure. But the winner that we agree on, Highlander and I, we will get a plaque. I've already got it set up. We'll buy a plaque. We'll have it <laughs> engraved. And we will send it to the company of the uh, uh, that created the game with our congratulations from the fans, listeners, and staff of the Emperor's Court at WCRadio.com. So there you go. There you go. Having said that, now we have we have two big segments coming up. We've, we have three big segments coming up. Uh, that's right. Shit, well, you know what? We're going to go over time, folks. We'll probably go to 9.30. We're going to take a quick five minute break. We're going to play one song because there's a lot of talking coming up. We need to uh, reset our batteries here. So we're going to kick it the break. Five minutes. We're probably going to go over time here, folks. So stick with us.
0: This show is for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Parental discretion is advised. Princess, and you're listening to the Empress Court on World of Warcraft Radio. When you hear what happened, you're going to bow down and worship me like a god.
1: Well, I had another sign I was going to play, but I couldn't find it, so screw it! <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, back here at the Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com. We are going into overtime this evening. We kind of figured that was going to happen. We had a lot to get through, and we still have a lot of stuff we need to get through. A lot of stuff. We have all of our segments which, uh we actually have to address yeah, we here. we always so. seem to push and put them to the end. I don't know why. Well, you know, because we force people to listen to the end to find out the good stuff, you know, to get <laughs> to it. So. Uh, all right, so let's get to the stupid yeah. game. We from
2: across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history.
1: Alright, so a stupid moment in gaming history. Go ahead,
2: Highlander. Donkey Kong was the early hit that cemented Nintendo's position in the video game industry and the cash cow that sustained the fledgling Nintendo of America. The game became an outright phenomenon and Nintendo signed deals for everything from board games to lunchboxes to a cartoon show. I had one. More importantly, it sold the rights to make various console and computer ports. With over 60,000 Donkey Kong coin-op machines produced, and all the income from their various licensing deals, Nintendo was flying high. Until, that is, Nintendo received a letter from MCA Universal stating that the company had 48 hours to hand all profits earned from Donkey Kong over to Universal and destroy all unsold Donkey Kong inventory. (laughs) What was the reason? I can guess. Universal alleged that Donkey Kong infringed on Universal Studios' King King Kong Kong copyright. Never being fond of being threatened and slightly worried, Nintendo met with Universal lawyers and, after not reaching any kind of an agreement, asked for a short delay. It was granted, and the Nintendo legal team went to work digging up everything it could on the King Kong property, a month later, the two sides reconvened, and Nintendo dropped the bomb. They weren't settling. Universal President Sid Scheinberg reportedly went ballistic, and the lawsuit was on. Unfortunately, for Universal, Nintendo had a very good reason from refraining from a settlement. It had discovered that Universal did not own the King Kong copyright. Even more shockingly, in a previous lawsuit, Universal had actually gone to pains to prove that the King Kong
1: property was public domain. So wait a minute. They sued, they had a lawsuit with somebody else, where they publicly said and proved, no, 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 it's in public domain, it's been out there since the 30s, nobody can make claim to it. Yep. Then in another lawsuit down the road, they sued Nintendo for infringing on King Kong. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Ah,
2: With such strong evidence on its side, Nintendo pushed for a dismissal, which the judge quickly granted. Universal was ordered to return the money it had bullied out of other Donkey Kong-affiliated licensees it had drawn into the dispute, and also to pay Nintendo $1.8 million in damages.
1: Legal fees.
2: Damn! Universal goes apeshit over Donkey Kong, only to slip on its own banana peel. Another stupid
1: moment in video game history. Very nice. And it, kind of embarrassing, too. I mean, you think that the legal department would have been aware of that, that they had fought this battle before, probably as the defender.
2: Well, what I what I read, if you want to get more into it, um, Universal knew that their case was shaky, but since Nintendo wasn't Nintendo, it was just this little itty-bitty company, they thought that they could bully them around. They thought that they could trick, basically, Nintendo into bluff their way into they editing. were trying to bluff their way into it, Yes.
1: Yeah. Ha! Well, good for them. Not that I really care for Nintendo or Universal either way, but I, I don't like it when... Uh, that shady shit goes on. Uh, and I, you know what? I'm sure it happens a lot in the, the corporate world, more so than most. Well, I guess that leaves it up to me, then, and the uh, quickening. Here
3: we are, born to be kings. we the princes of the universe.
0: Greetings, Amanda. You call?
1: Have
2: the manners of a
1: goat. Was... Ha, ha, ha. You have the manners of a highland? Yes. You're very rude. Wow. Now Vegas. that is possible in the cuddle. Uh, hey. I, I'm Mine's the gimmick. some grace. Alright, we can go ahead and stop that. It goes on for another couple like minute. Alright, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, as we said last week. I am taking over the the uh, quickening. I was going to rename it The Invasion. The Invasion? The problem was I didn't get a chance to do any of the mixing I wanted to, so okay. I just used yours. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys sent me a lot of questions. I'm surprised the majority of the questions I got were legitimate questions. Really? I, th- I think With they were actual... afraid
2: of uh, not either pissing you off. They didn't think that... Uh, oh, they, they pissed me off. They didn't think that... Uh, well, that, that's the thing. I think they wanted to either piss you off... Well, they didn't think that uh, maybe you were as funny as I was.
1: So, yeah, I was going to...
2: Hold on. i got to click all that my here. My stupid mic pulled out of the chair. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Okay. How Anyways. So how, how many questions did you actually get? i got about a dozen here. A dozen?
1: Uh, uh, a couple I had to throw out because this weren't any good. That's but, not bad. All right. The first one is, this one's from Max Orloff, and he wants to know where to farm Arctic fur. See, I guess this is this is one of those obligatory questions where I have to answer. It is a, a World Warcraft. of Warcraft question. Now,
2: I mean, uh, I, that's just what I was told that I had to answer. You right. might be something completely different. Uh, no,
1: unfortunately, I do have to answer it. And I did have it pulled up. I just don't care to pull it up. Apparently, you have to go east of the, uh, the Goblin airstrip. There you go. I'm not going any more in that. I don't that's care. It? Who the hell is okay? You can All play. Right. This is mine. Whatever. All right. All right. All right. I, I, I'm going to play these people. I will <laughs> shut my mouth, and you you can do the rest. of it. Hello, okay, this one's from Madam Rosalind Jones. Hello, Emp and Highlander. I gotta start off by saying that I stumbled across WC Radio a few weeks ago, and your show was the first thing I heard. Good for you. And I must say that I loved it from the beginning to end. You guys are the reason I'm hanging around this godforsaken, whole hellhole you call a radio station. Keep up the good work. Now, in all politeness aside, that was real polite, my question to Emperor is, do you like and approve of Emperor Penguins? File related. She actually sent a picture of some Emperor Penguins. By God, yes, I approve of Emperor Penguins. They're big, they're mean, and they're always dressed for the occasion. They're the clear embodiment of the Emperor because I am big and mean and always dressed for the occasion as I sit here in my very nice red Under Armour and, of course, my Browns baseball six-button jersey. I'm sorry, was that Cleveland Browns baseball jersey? Yes, shut up. Cleveland Browns baseball. I collect baseball jerseys. I have a boatload of baseball jerseys, but I absolutely approve of Emperor Penguins. who would want a four foot tall, hundred pound giant bird waddling around behind you? Yeah, it doesn't fly, but it swims as good as a fish. So I absolutely do approve of Emperor Penguins. Anyway, so here's the name for the uh, Here's from Jonathan Weatherall said a question, I'm sorry, questions for the Empire. Questions of the Empire was what he, I should have called my segment. Thank you for the suggestion, but you denied and failed. No, uh, that was not it. So I did not, I just didn't have the ring. I wanted, like, the invasion. This one's from Unrelentless. Amp. My question for the quickening is as follows: How did you meet Mystic Mim? Because you said you'd tell us that story one day. Okay, I did actually a couple times. This has been brought up. How did I meet Mystic Mim? For those who do not know, Mystic Mim is my uh, fiance. We're actually getting married this coming June, which got to talk to you about later. I know. Remind me. Um, it's actually a very interesting story, and everybody I've always told this to has always been very divided as to how they see it. Always exclusive down the middle between how women see it and how men see it. Here's how it goes. I was going to college, sophomore year in college. She was a freshman. And it just happens that I had switched majors. Uh, I was going to get a a degree in computer science. I got an associate's in it before I went went on to get my bachelor's of economics and get a bachelor's of history. I have two. It happened that all four classes I had that, that semester were the exact same classes she did. And I noticed her right off the bat because she's hotter than hell. She did not notice me at the time. So I tried talking to her once after class about a month into the semester, and it did not work. I asked her what time it was, and that's a stupid question to ask guys. Take it from one who knows. Never ask an open-ended question. Or, I'm sorry, a close-ended question. How's the weather? Crappy. What time is it? 8 o'clock. Because then the conversation dies. You can't go anywhere from there. Bad mistake on my part. She answered my question and then blew me off. Oh, it was terrible. But I didn't give up, because like the person asking the question, I was unrelentless. So I had a plan. I left about five minutes early one day from one of the classes, because we have about an hour break between classes. And I was kind of hiding, in a way. Sort of. I was not stalking, which is where the conversation goes to. And I followed her to find out where she goes in between classes. And I did this for a week. And every single time, she went to this little loft. It was like a little it was like a vending machine in between the class and one of the buildings. Ah. So the next week, I made sure I left five minutes early in class again and made sure I got there before her. And I pretended to study my papers, and I waited for her to get there. There was only like five chairs in this little loft area. It's like yeah, kind of secluded. And so then I pulled a knife on her and said, you're going to be my girlfriend. No. I, so I got there ahead of her, and I struck up a conversation. And I was like, so, uh, that guy's a pretty crappy teacher. I actually kind of like him. Shit. a uh, Pretty tough homework last week, huh? No, I thought it was pretty easy. Damn. And this is how it went. And it was like, everything she was saying was in direct opposite of me. I found out later that she was doing it deliberately because she wasn't interested in talking to any guy. She had just moved into the Cleveland area. She had been an Army brat. Well, as it turns out, uh, one of those conversations led to more, and eventually we started dating, and the rest is history. Now, here's the controversy. To this day, anytime time I tell a story to, I say I was just showing initiative by being the guy and setting it up so that I got to meet this hot chick I wanted to date. And the other half are saying that you were a freaky stalker. stalker. <laughs> That's what she says to this day. Oh, no, you were stalking me. That was weird. That's criminal. I said, it's not stalking, babe. You agreed to it. <laughs> eventually, it worked. But, no, I... It, I, literally, I, shut up, Sue. I, I think it meant unrelenting. I hate you. Anyways, no, so, was it stalking versus... I think it's... Most guys, I think, would say, I was showing initiative, I was getting there ahead of time, I was setting things up for success. And then the letter of the law says I was stalking. <laughs>
2: well, if you're going to follow the letter <laughs> That's of the right. law,
1: whatever. All right, this was sent to me. Who came first, the chicken or the egg? And I must say, I enjoy the shows a lot more now than... Him. Highlander has joined the team. Mm-hmm. Cheers again from Trish the Yank from Norway. Trish the, whatever. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? One of those old philosophical questions. Something that's been debated for years. Thanks for the question. Next up. <laughs> that's <laughs> your answer? That's my answer. Your answer is next question. Damn right. Okay. Uh, those were pictures are kind of cool. Question of the quickening. Is your best friend like Highlander, married, if your best friend Highlander, married and had sex with your mom, would you call him dad? P.S. You can use my name. P.S.S. Love the show. That's from Mr. Jingles. Yeah, he sends in some pretty freaky questions. If my best friend married and had sex with my mother, would you call him dad? First, I would question his sanity. Second, I'd question his choice in women. And third, I'd castrate the bastard. And no, I would kill him and gut him like the fish that he is. Before I'd call him. I would never call him. He calls me daddy. You don't, but they don't know that. <laughs> God, that's... Who the Who the hell... Now, here's the problem, Jingles. That's actually not the worst question I've ever gotten from him. There are worse ones than this? Oh, absolutely. This guy has got to be a, some kind of, of, of convict or committed in a psycho ward getting access to a computer for his his one-hour-a-day exercise. i got to send a question to him. No, if you I... had sex with a goat, would you be a, a farmer? What the hell kind of question is this?
2: Well, it says it's sent from his iPhone, so he's probably uh, hiding in his closet. His
1: iPhone? Yes. Ah, this is the problem why people shouldn't have iPhones because it gives assholes like this access to send me crap like that. All right, this is from Memphis Shark. asks me, dear imp. Uh, actually, he gave me his. It's I'm sorry. It's from None Left of Bartholus. All right, what is your zombie plan? Please give a step by step guide to surviving a zombie attack so I can adapt it to Australia. Does it involve shoving a Highlander into the incoming zombie army? Well, no, because as my understanding zombies are in quest for brains and the Highlander has very little to offer, so he wouldn't be a good anything but a stopgap. My plan is as follows. <laughs> Sit there inside up and shake your head, son. Whatever. My zombie plan. My zombie plan would be to find wherever Baron Von Gosowitz is, who's my brother, and stick with him. The reason why is that guy's a zombie freak. Every zombie movie made, every zo- I think he even owns the book that says how to survive a zombie attack. He knows everything. So I figure as long as he's not bitten and turns into one, I'm good. I'll just follow his lead. But it's going to involve shotguns, grenades, a nunchuck, perhaps a shovel, some women, uh, let's see, probably some duct tape. Always got to need that. Food, water, a car. Uh, let's see, a can of Vaseline, a radio, mm, and a spoon. Put that all together, and that's what you need for your zombie invasion. All right? The next thing you have to do... Let's find the most popular area of schools, good choice. Reason why? Kids scare easily. So I could easily trick them into getting in front of the zombies. Like, if I'm in, locked up in a school, all right, and I have to know the zombies are on that side, they're going to break in. All right, I just go to the easiest point. Like, if there's, like, the front door, I'll hide all the kids there. I know because the kids will run around screaming yelling. The zombies will be preoccupied, hunting them down and eating them, giving me plenty of time to escape women, also good reason they panic easily and are easily suggestible I shove them in the way that zombies while they're getting eaten, I take off and like, run like a bat out of hell my goal is to find an island Australia, kind of like an island problem is, there's people there and a lot of kangaroos and weird shit and spiders the size of footballs an island would be the best place to go so I need a boat Yeah. so anyways, use children and use women as your shields, feed them to the zombies and then get away, that's my plan It's not a bad plan. No, it's not a bad plan. Okay. Uh, This one is from Sue. I've been invited to play the violin at a gig tonight. I haven't played in front of a live crowd, and I'm very nervous. You're both old hands of public speaking broadcasting. Do either of you have any ideas for getting rid of the performance jitters? Zombies.
2: (laughs) Sorry, this is your quick and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was just my first
1: impression. What did I do, Highlander, when I went up in front of 16,000 drunken sports fans at the Blossom Music Center with Jim Rome? I actually think it was 20, wasn't it? They said 20. I don't, but don't Was it 20. I, I still they think claimed 20,000. 20, yeah. And I went up there in front of all these tens of thousands of drunken, god-awfully ugly fans at Blossom Music Center, and I ran my mouth for two minutes. <laughs> I wasn't nervous in a, a bit, and I'll tell you how. Because I never once looked at the crowd. I know this is supposed to be a funny thing, but I'm going to answer this question legitimately. I never once looked at the crowd I was talking to. I always kind of looked over their heads, or looked to the sky, looked at the, uh, Jim Rome standing next to me. I never once looked... These days, I wouldn't be phased. I could look at him. I wouldn't give a damn. But at the time, I never once looked at the people I was playing for. As far as I know, I was talking to myself in a room. Kind of like some crazy person. That's how I got around it. But no, in Highlander was the same one. How did you get by? I'll, we'll jump in here and bring you in because you went up there too and did your little speech in front of one, one of the when we were qualifying for it.
2: I have a weird reflex mechanism. Whenever something's supposed to scare me or something doesn't go right or when, when people are supposed to be angry, for some reason I laugh. I don't know why. I don't no, know how gonna. it happened. But when something happens when most people kind of get scared, I laugh. So that helps me anyway. And it's also the reason why I uh, lost in the finals because people started heckling me and I
1: started laughing. Yeah, that was <laughs> – and you're pointing at him laughing, so I, you know, I guess – Well, you know, what are you going to do? Anyways, this one came from Robert. Do you like me? Why or why not? Do I like you? I hate you. Not only do I hate you, but I loathe your entire bottom-feeding troglodyte family that spawned your unholy existence. It it doesn't matter that I don't know you until I got this email. I didn't even know you existed. It's enough that now I know you do exist, and that you shouldn't. Uh, You you are useless in the eyes of God. You're a drain upon society. You're a public burden to those who live near you. Uh, To show my intense dislike for all things you, I have personally signed your email up for every twisted, disgusting, semi-legal porn site that I could have Highlander find for me. I I went to church, and I lit a candle, and sent a little prayer to the saints that upon his throne in heaven, God would smite you down, writing the mistake that your parents produced. You are below human filth. You're a bridge-dwelling troll who needs to be castrated to prevent you from spreading your seed and inflicting future generations with your mediocrity and your failure. Women flee from you in terror at the sight of it. Damn it, now my phone's ringing. Who the hell is this? Ah, it's Mystic Mim. Must have just got off work. What the hell was I? Women flee from you and tear at the sight of you. Animals bite off the fur and they jump off cliffs at the smell of you. Children scream and cry at the sound of your name. Economies crash. Entire races of people cease to exist at the very thought of you. You have no friends, no job worthy of the name. If I was to paint a picture of your future, I'd simply take a picture of a sinkhole in the road and point to that. You suck more than a hoover. But hey, you're probably good at World of Warcraft, and that counts for something, right? So there you go, Robert. Now, I know that's how you feel about Kexman and Almighty Farseer, but what about Robert? I assume that was one of them under a a pseudonym. Okay, okay. Uh, Oh, here it is. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Oh, here we go. Here Here we go. Here we go. Emperor, why do you hate uh, role-playing? This is from Sky Pirate. Uh, All right. I get this one a lot, and we discussed it earlier. I know I've covered this question in previous shows. But, since the whole Kexman almighty here are looking for another verbal bitch-slapping, I might as well reset the reasons why I do not like role-playing. I hate role-playing because you are not an elf. You are not a paladin or a priest. You're not a Jedi Knight. You're not a Starfleet officer. You are someone who is apparently a failure in all aspects of real life to such a large degree that you feel the need to pretend to be someone else. To me... There are few things sadder in this world than pretending to be some kind of creature or being in another world or a game. When I logged into World of Warcraft, or Quake, or any one of the Total War games, I didn't think I was actually taking control of a sentient entity. Our hobby of game playing takes enough flack and enough grief from people without being lumped in with the rest of you sweaty, overweight wannabes. What's even worse is the elitist, high-muddy and attitude that most of you players have. Here's a case in point. I actually spent one time, I actually went onto a role-playing server. This was a couple years ago in World of Warcraft. I mean, I tried, just because I, I wanted to experience, because I had this debate with somebody else. I tried acting like a paladin, I tried talking like a paladin, I tried, you know, even having a backstory. Do you know these people actually write backstories for their characters? Jesus Christ, if you have that much time in your hands, go work! Anyways, I got nothing but flack from people in the general chat. People come up to me and say, well, no, no, you should be acting like this. No, a paladin, you know, doesn't like this. You shouldn't be trying to rape women. You should be trying to defend them. Wait a minute. They're they're trying to tell you how a fictional character is is supposed to. By the dozens telling me I should be talking in old high English. Or I should be talking, you know, I should be trying to fight for the light. I should have an allegiance to the Scarlet Crusade. Or whatever bullshit thing I was doing. I got so fed up with this, I'm like, this is the very reason I cannot stand it. The high and mighty, nose in the air, elitist bullshit that it is role-playing. Do not tell me, do not lecture me on how to role-play my character. Instead, I chose to role-play my character like a real asshole. From that point on, for the rest of the day that I experimented with this, I played as some guy who was behind his computer who didn't like role players. I was very successful in that, and I got exactly what I wanted to in a reaction. Look, it, it, and you know what? It, it kind of glossed over into the real-world practical application point. If it will be one of these things, you know, be one of the things if these wastes of a soul were confined to the digital prison that is the Internet. But No! Instead, I get to see these winners of the game of life walking around outside of hobby shops and coffee shops and 7-Elevens. They're playing Werewolf and Vampire the Masquerade, and especially with a Twilight craze sweeping the world, vampire nuts must are right, insufferable, and they're everywhere. They get in my way. They even address me in their weird languages and their stupid-ass accents. Look, you're standing in front of the donuts. Get out of the way. You're taking forever trying to pay for your coffee because the pimple-faced high school dropout behind the counter can't understand a damn thing you're saying with your god-awful accent. Just die. There you go, Sky Pirate. That's why I hate (laughs) role-playing. Finally, from Unabashed, if you could rename my online name, what would you name me? I actually had to give this one some thought. Did you really? Yes, I did. Uh, I decided, well, unabashing a bad name, but I decided that if I was going to name you, I would name you the Promiscuous Pancake. It reminds me of both food and women, and that's good. Henceforth, you are now named after a slutty breakfast dish. There you go. <laughs> and that concludes the Emperor's version of the Quickening. Not as good as the original, but not bad either, I thought. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, no, it, I,
2: I think it definitely had uh, strong doses of uh, meltdown in there. But I,
1: well, that's me. That's few, my, yeah, my I, one-man I that angst. Was bad. You, you definitely brought something. I'm to the A table. white man trying to make it in a black man's world. All right, what's up? You're up next. I gotta play you the meltdown, don't I? That's right. Because we didn't do the, the DefCon's, because you know. No, I don't, really pissy, so yeah, I don't so really go
2: on DefCon's. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. You know, I don't really get as mad as <laughs> you.
0: Emperor is in a full-stage meltdown of childish proportions. Please, seek shelter immediately, or else you too may find yourself bitter and cantankerous well beyond your years. May God have mercy on us all.
3: Listen, we have a problem. You've got troubles, Mitch.
2: All right, now, I could have gone three different ways on this rant. I had three different things that... I really felt strongly about to the point where I really wanted to rant about it. I really did not like that Brazil senator thing with banning games in Brazil. Really did not like that. Censorship is one of the things that I feel strongly about. But I didn't choose to do that one. What I decided to do was actually I got the idea from you, of all people, Emperor.
1: Okay, well, and all we're right.
2: Gonna, we're going to delve into uh, pre-show things right here. About nine hours ago, Emperor called me on the phone. He was on break from work, and I was on break from work. And he, oh, asked, okay. he okay. asked if I wanted to write a fake commercial. We do the fake commercials. If I wanted to write a fake commercial about Tiger Woods, about the whole situation going on with Tiger Woods and his infidelity.
1: So sick of him, too.
2: Here, Here's the problem that I have with all that. I did not really want to do it. And here's the thing. I don't really care about Tiger Woods. And that's the problem I have with all these other stupid-ass news organizations plastering this shit everywhere. That's all I see and hear now is Tiger Woods had sex with someone who wasn't his wife. Tiger, Now this other waitress comes out of the woodwork and hears her story. And now this other person comes out. I don't care about any of that. I don't care. Who, who cares about what Tiger Woods does in the privacy of of his marriage now do i agree with what tiger woods did no it's stupid it's it's infidelity and he shouldn't have done it but it's his private business i don't care that tiger woods cheated on his wife it doesn't change my life any i still have to wake up in the morning and go to work and it's tiger woods you know what tiger woods does he hits a golf ball that's all he does he's not a politician he's not a senator he's not a scientist he hasn't contributed to the world He hasn't contributed anything to society. You know what Tiger Woods does? Tiger Woods hits a golf ball farther and more accurately than me. That's all Tiger Woods does. And because of that, I have to listen to all this bullshit about how we got to hear about Tiger Woods' newest affair. No, we don't. I don't give a shit about Tiger Woods. That's great. He's an athlete. And you know what? If you're freaked out and you're all up in arms about Tiger Woods' affair, you're a jackass. You know why? Because unlike all these other people, they put athletes up on pedestals and make them their heroes and their whatever. Athletes are not role. What am I trying to think of? They're not uh, role models. That's it. Athletes are not role models. They're regular people like everyone else. Just because someone can hit a golf ball or run real fast or put a rubber ball through a hoop, all of a sudden they're God's gift to everyone. What a bunch of bullshit. Charles Barkley had it right. He is not a role model, neither is any other athlete. It's it just blows my mind that these people like Tiger Woods who gives you shit? I don't care. I still got I I, oh, just, I I can't I can't stand it. It's everything going on just I I turn on ESPN, it's all they're fucking talking about. I wanna I wanna hear about this sport and that No, you gotta talk about fucking Tiger Woods and his wife ran down the street with a golf club. Whoopty shit. I don't care. Nobody cares. The only reason people care is because you keep fucking talking about it. If you didn't talk about it, then no one would care. But because you have to keep bringing it up because you think it's newsworthy, i got to listen to this bullshit instead of hearing about real stuff going on. And the fact that anyone thought Tiger Woods was a role model is a joke. Now, if you're a golfer and you want to hit like Tiger Woods, it's fine. But we you make him a role model in your life, it's, it's the stupidest thing I've seen. Just Athletes are not role models. Role models are your family members or people that have like contributed majorly to society. Like my role models, I'll, give you, I'll tell you what my role models are. Aristotle. Pedophile. Leonardo da Vinci. Pedophile. And Thomas Jefferson. Now, have they done things in their lives that are bad or whatever? Absolutely. And I totally agree with that. But if we're going to compare people like Leonardo da Vinci and fucking Aristotle to Tiger Woods... Who hits a white ball... Golf. Let me tell you about golf. Golf is the stupidest sport ever. It takes up way too much space in this fucking country. The only people that play golf other than Tiger Woods are white men. The only other black people you see other than Tiger Woods at a golf course are the people carrying the trays. That's it. That's all you see fucking, in fucking golf courses. You should bulldoze them all. Utterly ridiculous. Tiger Woods. Who give, I don't give a fucking shit about fucking Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods infidelity. Fuck you.
1: I agree completely. Other than Thomas Jefferson's a hero. That guy was a real bastard. I
2: I, I totally agree. He had sex with his slaves. Well but, not just uh, that,
1: but his politics were so horrible. He damn near ran the country in the ground. He almost lost you uh, know anyways, that's a historical thing.
2: <laughs> anyway that's an historical but I agree,
1: point. no, the tech Woods thing is everywhere and it's it's the same thing with the Michael Jackson thing a couple years I don't give a damn, Michael Jackson He's, He's dead He's dead He's dead You didn't care when he was alive He's dead Let him be dead I agree. I I agree completely. And it, I,
2: yeah, I mean, is is it wrong what he did? Yes. Do I give a shit? No. I
1: no. don't give a shit. Uh, let his wife tear on him.
2: <laughs> just let him go. Let him do what he needs to do.
1: We just and find, we'll go fucking live our lives. We just found before we came out of break that uh, uh, apparently Tiger Woods has taken a, a leave of absence. A leave the... of absence. I'm not
2: surprised. No, I,
1: we figured he wasn't going to play next, next year because of everything that's going on. Anyway,
2: so... Uh, I gotta tell you, that was really cathartic. I, I see why you do that every week. See, so it makes you feel, feel Yeah, I, Especially, I feel like a weight off you
1: my go. You get to yell and scream about something that just pisses you off after a long week of working for people you don't like. Well, I, I hope Although I did I do justice like who to the meltdown. I, I do like who I work for. It. Yeah. Well, I hope I did justice to the quick, and I don't think it was as good as the original, but it was a nice change of pace. I got
2: yeah, a, was a, a little, bunch little of in right.
1: questions. I was surprised it got actual legitimate questions. I was expecting the weird, twisted crap you get, but I didn't, so... Oh, that one guy pissed me off. You like me? <laughs> no, I don't like you. Like why you. would you ask me? You know how I'm going to answer. <laughs> do you, why do you hate role-playing? Uh, oh. uh. So, let's review. Let's review. VGA's we made our predictions. We'll find out next week. Yes. You don't like Tiger Woods. Neither do I. No. I answered a bunch of stupid people's questions, and we found out that Kexman and the Almighty Prezier are transvestites. Yeah. Prostituting transvestites. We also we found pre- out that... Uh... Oh, an Octail and a Horde. She yes. They <laughs> also just changed their intro to that. That, that is, that is. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm serious, guys. If if they have some sort of email thing on their show, or they, I don't know if they take calls or whatever, or if they go live with instant messenger like we do and IRC, call him fucking Bassaint Sheera. <laughs> call call him Sheera. I want to see what he says. We're gonna run him into the ground with She-Ra. I'm gonna play this fifty times a day on the show. You do not name yourself
1: after the villain in a girl's cartoon and not expect shit to come down for it. Cadastre wants to know how it is that came across my monitor. Excellent question, which is actually relevant this week. Yes, as it I, I think
2: uh, we almost got through a whole show without mentioning it.
1: And wait, <laughs> its kind of like the OJ thing. It <laughs> Kind of is like the OJ thing with Jim Brown. Yeah. Um, it is actually a re- relevant topic because Total Biscuit uh, was announced as the winner, officially announced by Blizzard of the EU as the official winner of their contest. So yes. Congratulations on the Total Biscuit, who show the Blue Please will return next Friday mm-hmm. after a brief hiatus. It's back.
2: Now I, I hate to put you in a possible meltdown mode, but if you look on the main page of uh, World of Warcraft radio, uh they uh Total Biscuit did put up the fact that you and he won. Yes. Cat of War. Yes. However, there is only one video up there,
1: and yes. it's his. Yes, and the reason why is because the U.S. Blizzard uh, headquarters, the actual headquarters, did not announce the winner of the United States contest. We don't know why. We've sent more emails again asking why. They're two different headquarters, although Blizzard and California Irvine is the main one. We don't know why okay. Okay. the U.S. did not. I didn't bother putting it up. Or make a post because they never officially... Uh, the, most of my listeners know that I've won the contest. Right. I got the 30-inch Ultra Sharp Monitor. I got the beta keys to StarCraft 2 or Diablo 3, whichever my choice is. And the polar bear mounts. But I didn't put anything up. and I, I, A lot of people were in IRC were asking me throughout the uh, week why, this, why I didn't put mine up. I was
2: curious about that as well.
1: But I did not get recognized, did not get announced. And myself or Jesse Cox and the rest of the guys who were you know, made up the winning group of the U.S. contests were not announced by Blizzard. We don't know why. We've sent emails. We've never gotten a response. No one has any clue as to why it is. I've given up any kind of hope of any kind of public recognition from the company. Even the one on the EU side, I felt bad for TotalBiscuit because it's one little line at the very bottom of the page. There's like huge, giant page news articles for what's going on at the very, very, very bottom. There's the bottom one there, and that's it. Does Emperor have shoutcasts on YouTube? NH4 wants to know. Yes, I do. Actually, it's not mine. Uh, one of our old casters from the 1G network has been putting up some of my 2002 and 2003 Warcraft 3 games. Interesting. He's been putting them up because he's got, she's got the games, so he's putting them on YouTube. There's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, five or six games up there.
2: Are we allowed to put stuff on here on YouTube? Or sure. Is it, so well, it's not... Uh, why not? Okay.
1: It's my stuff. Well, Nothing that's good, didn't Tell me because no. I, uh,
2: Because I have, I have a uh, YouTube account, and I put the uh, Twilight's get up on YouTube.
1: Oh, did you? Yes. Nice. Under Highlander 1G. Cool. Yeah, but down, I, I believe down where's his name. In fact, let me bring it up. It's on wcreplace.com. Let me uh, grab the link here to it, and I will chuck it into IRC, and you guys can see it. But, so how, how many things are up there right now? Uh, let's take a look. He asked me if, if he could put my stuff up because he was trying to get a whole lot of hits to his website. He's another broadcaster, a very good one, a very popular one. hmm um, and he's got a bunch of different guys from back in the day, the golden age of Shoutcast, when we made it popular. So let's take a look and see the what I got here. Uh, if you search for Downware, is his name D O W N W H E R E, Downware. And up there, let's see, we got wow, Crazy Assassin. Yeah, crazy, well, they're broken into parts because they're long games. Right, right. Crazy Assassin versus Smurfett. He's got Bay versus X Hunters, which is one of our guys. Fairfax versus Dark TDL. Fairfax is a big one. Ghost Rider versus Archimon. That's a big one. The Ghost Rider back in the day and Archimon. I actually interviewed that guy. He's from Taiwan. Ghost Rider was a big orc player. Wow. Um, a couple of my really classic ones are not up, which is kind of a shame. One was the best one I ever did was uh, Fairfax versus Saren. And that was by far and away the most popular game I've done. The problem is. The audio at the time, the only existing copy that I still have was a copy that I had to... was being carried on or It was Warcraft Replays at the time. Uh-huh. And we were carrying it on the 1G network, and then they wanted me to syndicate my show over there. Oh. But they required that I take the, the file and shrink it down even more. So Because it was being downloaded by the tens of thousands, and, and they were running out of bandwidth. So... The audio quality took a severe hit, so that we could make it small enough to accommodate the amount of people who wanted to download it. It was that good of a game. Wow! And, and for a pad in the back, it was a hell of a match that I called. It was one mm-hmm. of my one of the ones I still love to this day. The problem is the only one I have left, the only copy of it, and I don't know what happened to the rest. Uh, is that that other copy? That's that's the audio is so degraded. It's it's I hate it. Really. And. Well, you know why, and you and uh, Mystic Man know this, is that I'm a perfectionist when it comes to the audio stuff. Yes, you? yes you are. I'll sit here for a two minute video, or two minute audio rather, and I'll spend an hour trying to get it to sound just right. Sure. And where most people probably wouldn't notice it, I'll hear it, I'm like, damn it, I missed it right there, oh, I heard that pop, oh, it's ruined.
2: That's one of the reasons why this show is the best.
1: Yes, so, there we go. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we Oh, wait, must... uh,
2: Devlin, uh...
1: What? Oh, there, there it, it is. There
2: it is. All right, if you wish to... Uh, hold on, i got to put up that thing. Where's that thing?
1: All right, what is it that you want to email to him again? No, right. no, no, we don't want to email that. Oh, okay,
2: no. we don't? All right. I was, well, we we're going to mention it. So if you want to email the Lords of Hate, which is Octal and Hordak... She wants, she she that is never going to get old. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, never. Never going to get old. If you know if you want to email them and let them know about your revelation that <laughs> dude named himself after a girl's cartoon you can email him at octal and hordak o c t a l e a n d h o r d a k
1: at gmail
2: dot com and hordak at gmail.com
1: i suppose we should probably address the three people that listen to the essence of role playing i don't know what almighty Brazier and the kex one I don't know what the problem is with me or with our show I don't know why they sent their minions in here all three of them I gave you my opinion Yeah, you know what the more I think about it the more I'm inclined to agree that it's a jealousy issue it obviously is because this, this shit comes out of nowhere it's uh, okay joke obviously doesn't or jockey doesn't get the uh, doesn't understand why we're calling it octal instead of octale never mind it doesn't matter they're if, both if they're, they're
2: both crap names they're not anyway. getting
1: it okay we'll let it slide <laughs> Here's my problem. I'm getting sick and tired of the various show hosts and the various shows on this station continually coming after me. And like you said, it's probably because I have a big target on my back. And this was most of this happened previous to you coming here, so you're new to all this. Mm -hmm. To me, uh, there's nothing to be gained with trying to get into a war with lesser talented people. They do their role-playing show. You know, Davlin... Find out for me when it airs. They come on. I mean, they were on hiatus. Then they came back. Then they pop in here. They gave us the Gnome Tart thing, which was kind of funny, I guess. I Completely guess. derailed the Heroes of the New Year, the show that we were doing at the time. Mm, which was our, our our finale, our final show. Yeah. Then they disappear. Yeah, for the Saturday Night Made event. Yeah, the Saturday Night oh, yeah, I'm the, sorry, the, the Esports Empire. E-sports whatever, the same. Empire. It's all the yeah. same thing. Then there's this. Then they come back. And then they show up, what was it, last week and start giving a shit. They Apparently they, rant, they tried doing impressions of me. Yes. And Natural 20 and one of their, I, I, I don't even know why.
2: I don't know why either.
1: And then they spent like six or seven minutes in their last show ranting about me and how I, it's going to be war and they're going to get like, just plain better and Octale and Hordak and... and
2: oh, wait a minute, hold and, on, you mentioned Octale and Hordak.
1: I, Where's the thing here? I, yeah. Is that it right there? Yes. There you go. A, there you go. Loves, and they're going to go get uh, uh And they're going to put this this alliance of shows together come after you. And do Voltron what? Thing. do what? I, yeah, what? are you going to tailgate life? my driveway? Are <laughs> you going to lay siege to my house? What, are you going to role-play gonna, a night? We're going to role-play toilet paper in your house. We're, we've got this little sapling. It's, it's, it's like gonna, a 2x4. We're going to not
2: like you It's anymore. a battering. We're going to knock on your door with a 2x4. Yeah. To me, they're just, they're just lesser beings trying to look up to I'm going to call the you know.
1: cops. I'm going to have you thrown in jail, you bunch of weird foreigners. Unbelievable. But this continues on. Yes. And they're just trying to create train. And, and that's what
2: happens when you reach greatness. There are, there are people below you that are trying to, to grab on your, your bootstraps and your cape and trying to ride your success train.
1: So, here's what you do. Come Mondays, they're on apparently at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard in the afternoon. Which I can't listen to them because you know I'm at work. Yeah, most like a normal person. Most people
2: work, but of course they don't. No, they're you know they have to role play working. They're
1: freaking they they Britain. They got their health care. That's they all have they to need. Pretend to work. They're living off the dole. What the hell do they care?
2: Britain. Anyway, don't don't, don't get me started on Britain. I'm not going to get <sighs> no. <that>. no no <sighs> no no the fact that they you know their their creation went and took them over. You know,
1: we're not kicking their ass one way. We're saving it from another. Exactly. Hey. Oh, we're not supposed to make light of real-life things. Well, I just did. What are you going to do? So, folks, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to address it. I don't know. It's an annoyance to me that they even exist.
2: Like a buzzing fly in your room. You're looking like...
1: But apparently they are cross-dressing prost... What? Cross-dressing prost... Yes. Yes. Bunch of trannies. All right. Big thanks go out to the following people. Myself. I thank myself. (laughs) Because if it wasn't for me, none of us would be here. I want to thank Highlander. Always a pleasure, sir. For being my foil. I thank uh, Mecha Hawk for sending a couple of the songs today. Uh, And one of the articles, which I didn't get a chance to get to, he is not here this evening. A big ups to Davlin, who's uh, gone above and beyond the Call of Duty this week with uh, he's actually getting a bunch of material for me for another IT and project I have in mind actually there's a couple the problem is I need the time to do them yeah there's only so many hours in the day I uh, I wish there was about eight more That's why I'm kind of looking forward to the Christmas break you know when we get a couple days off from work I can actually sit down at the computer and start putting this stuff together because there's a lot of editing involved in what I want to do so big thanks big ups to Dablin who's been doing a lion's share of the uh, running down of material I need okay I want to thank uh, you, the listener, for tuning in. It wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. All the Cult of Emperor and Cult of Highlander, and the one guy who had Cult of Emplender. Um, Emplender. Is that, is that what it is? E M P L E N D E R. So. We need a new name, other than Cult. We need a we need a, yeah. a catchy I name. Yeah, I thought. See,
2: I thought of like like Highlanders Clan,
1: but it's like no, because it's, kind it's of not redundant. really a clan. It's right. Kind of, you know. I don't want
2: to. I don't want to think as though I'm trying to make my own clan outside of Imperial. So right. we got to think of something. Yeah, I got to think of something for fans
1: of the show. Well, we'll think about it. Anyways, we'll about um, what's we'll coming up next week? We got the VGAs. We're going to go over. Yes. Oh, hey! I just realized. Um, okay, the quickening's back to normal. So email
2: right. Highlander1g at gmail.com for the questions. However. With it being the upcoming holiday season, I request that all your questions for the quickening be of a Christmas holiday nature. So it can be about Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever all that stuff is. So it must be holiday-related questions
1: for the quickening. So there you have it. So make sure you send those questions to Highlander1G. Back to normal. Anything else you want to send via the mail? And I do have a few. I did not get to the mailbag this week because I was doing the quickening. Next week we will be back to the mailbag. Send your questions to Emperor at wcradio.com. As always, you can check out our materials at wceradio. It's on iTunes. Please post in our forums at wceradio. The Emperor's Court forums are there. All the other shows as well. If you want to stop by uh, uh, Essence of Roleplay, I don't and know why, Almighty but you know, here that he sucks or stop playing live. let them know what you think so again don't forget our clan website for everything else if you want to join the clan play with us we've got a bunch of games from Heroes of New Earth it seems to be the most popular at the moment amongst the guys that's clan1g9.net as always I'm missing anything um I like to thank
2: uh, Alkaline Hordak for being such good uh, foils for comedy. I think after this, so well,
1: I don't have anything against. them either. No, I, I just think that's funny. I just, I just think that's
2: that's retarded. I mean, like I I, I know my name is made after a cheesy B movie, but good lord, I'm not named after a girl's cartoon. I'm
1: crying out loud. What were the elite French troops called? Uh, the Imperial Guard. So yeah. We're not that's kind of redundant. You guys aren't members of the clan. I don't even like you people. Yeah. Play. We need a name for it, so uh, we'll have to think of it. Yeah. All Red right, I here. think that wraps it up. Uh, again, one quick reminder that everything you've been hearing here, and there is a reason I bring it up now. Uh, this is a copyright broadcast, which cannot be retransmitted, rebroadcast in any form, way, or shape or form without me and my personal permission. With express written consent of the NBA. Express written consent of myself, Emperor Clanker Guard, in my real name. And I do bring this up because I've been finding it being rebroadcast in other places, and getting really? credit for my work. Yes, seriously. So if I have to start ending it with ending every show with this, and I thought that was a given, I will. But it's a copyrighted broadcast, which cannot be rebroadcast or retransmitted without my written consent from myself. Wow, did we go over forty-one minutes? Yeah, over, so sir. you got bonus emperor score, almost Holy three crap. hours. Yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. And we'll see you next week to review what I'm sure will be a train wreck for the uh, Video Game Awards from Spike TV tomorrow. So long, everybody. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.